Hello and welcome. This is The Wasteland, Arizona's premier nerdy podcast for bringing cactus into your bedroom. I am your host, Glenn Gledhill. Today we're going to talk about some survival horror. Uh, we're going to do what you've been playing and a few other things. Unfortunately, this is a re-record because uh, your host uh, is incompetent and doesn't. I do. I do because Boo. the last one was way honest. better. But, but we How have you yeah, got to be better. We haven't started yet. The last one <laughs> so far, at least. The last one was good. That but, sure but is a we're gonna I'll it. give you we're the last stop. intro was better as of right now. Oh. It was the energy. Painful. It was the Painful. energy behind. Fine, fine, fine. Get so, wrecked, uh, OP. With, uh, as you can obviously hear with me, we have Miguel. Hello, how you doing? Ryan. <laughs> can you believe Glenn had the clap? There you go. For seven Hi, years. <laughs> Those are all lies. Sarah. Get off my lawn. And uh, yeah, so uh, we've uh, got a decent amount of talk to. We'll get to Survival Horror. It's going to be the main save of our show. But uh, what you guys been playing? We'll start with Rigo. Uh, well, I've been playing games with you, so you know. Uh, we just picked up the uh, Warhammer Vermin. Warhammer. Yeah. Wait. How is that? Wait. Yeah, it's Warhammer colon end times dash vermicide. Wow. Vermitide. Vermitide. Is that the is new it? longest title for a video game ever? No, but there's, it is, it is, longer, it is sure. very good. Um, if you aren't super picky. Yeah, you were you were teasing it to me this morning yeah. before work. How, what is it actually let's like? Let's just say it's a chivalry meets Left for Dead with magic because sure, there's no magic sure. and chivalry. But it's it's the Warhammer original universe. You know, elves, goblins. PC uh, only. Do you get to like hand yeah. paint your character? Or? No, no. There are five different classes. There's an archer. There's a dwarven ranger. There is a witch hunter. There is a pyromancer witch lady. What was the last one? The, the one you kept playing. The, oh, the Empire Soldier? Yeah, he's like some commander dude. Yeah. So that so it's really fun. <laughs> it's it's but it's board. Left for Dead fighting um rat people instead of zombies. Rat cool. People, and there are versions of pretty people. much the tank and they're the besides the tank, they're all a little different though. So instead of So like, they're like rats only with the, the Left for Dead zombie well, powers. Well, for example, instead of a instead of the boomer or instead of the spitter, they have a guy who shoots gas and he explodes himself. So it's that one's the closest similar. But they have like a Gatling guy who's a big heavy guy who just stands still and will shoot anybody he sees. Hmm. But he can only kinda of lock okay, onto one person. Okay, at the please time, tell so. me as a as a huge fan of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, there's the Rat King. Not to my knowledge, as of this Damn juncture, oh. there probably is. <laughs> there could they're, be. They're totally we'll it's totally see. possible. But it's pretty much Left for Dead. You have a melee and a range. The cool thing that I like about it so is each it's, character serves each of your player characters serves a different role. Not exactly. They all kind of just kill things. It's right. not in the sense that you don't have to like have a composition or a specific thing. Um, they do. Some of them definitely do a little bit better at certain things. Like um, the the source or the pyro lady is really good at blowing up a lot of guys at once. Weak guys. Um, the Empire, your guy. You said you had really good time killing one guy, or, or what was your strength of your guy? Well, the fact that I got that blue sword and or mace and shield, like I could just tank those armored units, no problem. So yeah, so he kind of became the tank, but he also yeah. did a lot of good, which helps, especially damage. with the yeah. the pyromancer or, or bright wizard, whatever. Considering that she has to cool down her stuff, right? So, so you yeah. need to give her time to She's gotta to, yeah, cool so them. Exactly. So it, it them does, it, it does, but it's not, it's not like if somebody isn't fulfilling their role perfectly, it's gonna fall apart because of meta gaming. Provided they stay together. Provided oh, yes. they stay like together. Like Left 4 yes. Dead, kind of. It okay, is. Exactly. Good. It plays very similarly. You have to push past groups of things. You know, things randomly spawn. Some of it's procedurally generated. Different you get doors like open the, different times. Pull the lever for the thing you have yep, to do, yep, but yep. then you're going to get fucked. You exactly. just, it's going to yep. happen. The alarms go off. It's, the literally, it's literally five slots. It's one melee, one range, um, a health item, a adrenaline shot of either strength Ooh. or speed, which is a potion, and then an explosive of incendiary or... or 
bigger incendiary or regular. I'd love to see, this is just a super side note. You said adrenaline shot. I'd love to see like some sort of like fantastical medieval, like, like crime movie with like a Tarantino feel to it. Like with like I, the adrenaline shot made me think of like pulp so that fiction. Reminds me of Only a, have like a wizard and like a fucking like like I don't know mage girl and stuff like passed out on drugs and like. So oh, what do you mean you don't tip? All these winches get is tips. All the, they really care about is tips. That's all, all they, they get. Fucking, it's all they get. What wait, do you mean wait. don't tip? Who hasn't tipped in? How did we get it on winches tipping? I, I, I was gonna say the, the closest oh. influence. It's Tarant- like a Tarantino thing. Gotcha. I was no, the but cl- that'd be bitching. The closest game I've played to that seems kind of Tarantino-esque would be like um, No More Heroes or The Killer yeah. is Dead. Yeah. Because those are kind of like that Suda cinematic. No More Heroes kinda, definitely has yeah. that Suda influence. Suda 51's kind of like the Tarantino of games Exactly. A bit. So you have that at least. But yeah. Um, yeah. besides What that, else you been playing? Yes, besides that, um, Ark, I guess I got to repeat it. Yes, this is, that's um, the point of re-recording. Oh, but this is the terrible part. Okay, so we, uh, me and my roommate won the preliminary round. They had their yeah. awesome. So the next stage started today, but as soon as the servers went up, f- got full, and I was Aww. still patching. So I don't, I don't get that chance. Oh, you don't get in the slot even if you. Miguel, like, you can be it? our yeah, stock. Yeah. It was How does first it come first, I don't know. It was first come first serve. Uh, the next chance is Tuesday, which I don't know if that's even gonna happen. What time <gasps> is it at? Uh, ten starts at ten. Oh, in you want to go in to the, the AM? What? Are you well, that's, that's in the yeah. evening. It's 10 in the morning. Oh, you so work. I, I'll have to take the day off if I want a chance. Oh, no. oh man. So, is man, that the they, only other slot? I've heard about people not having lives, but I didn't think they'd take them that literally. Yeah. I, I, did, <laughs> I took a day off for a comic release one time. I've taken video game days off all the yeah, time. Yeah, Bobby's I, taking... I took, I took a, a half a week off from my, when I got my PlayStation oh, 4. You, you so. I can't Bobby, imagine when Fallout 4 hit. I'm going to say something right now because we're in this vein. Bobby's not here right now, so I could just rip him. He's taking... Several hours off tomorrow, not to Monday night. Is that when football happens? Yeah, football's okay, Monday this night. This is relevant. Yeah. This is going to be fucking relevant. Okay, okay? I'm listening. Okay. Um, apparently, a new trailer for Star Wars. I don't give yeah, a shit. Yeah, the new, the new trailer I, I, comes out me. tomorrow. Crucify Monday. me if you will. I don't give a shit about Star Wars. I'll it's ring fine. me when the new Star Trek movie that's decent is no, coming that's out. The, that's the so name never. of the new movie. Star Anywho, Wars. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Episode no, anyway, 8. I don't give a shit. To, okay, I will give a shit about episode 8 because no, that's it's, supposedly. It's actually called Shit Rising. In it's supposedly got a, episode eight is supposedly going to have Tatiana Maslany if she makes it in, and then I will give a shit. But um, but anyway, but according to Bobby and according to Twitter and according to fucking everything, um, there's no, they're be, actually they've been they're actually advertising it through. Yeah, there's going to be a new so. um, there's going to be a new trailer premiering during some football game tomorrow. Yeah, that's and pretty. It's and, um, Monday night football. Sarah. Why does he have to take time uh, off of work Monday to do night that? Because of the, because of the time the game that's starts is four o'clock. No, uh, okay, time. the it starts four o'clock. Bobby was saying it starts at five something. The the pre the pre because the, they're going to be showing clips before the game during the pre uh, ESPN wow. coverage, and then they're actually showing it during the halftime. Well, who, so okay. the funny thing is, we know exactly when it's going to be showing. Because Bobby's it's not taking like we, off at three. Okay. Bobby's taking off at three o'clock because he needs to quote unquote get ready or something. I'm like, what the? Okay. He has to get comfortable. He has to get comfy. He has to go buy lotion. Free his knitting hands or something. I'm sorry, Bobby. No, no, you I don't have to go to get coffee mate because you need to pick whichever coffee mate you want. If you want the C3PO coffee mate, if you want the Darth Vader coffee mate. Seriously, See, this is weird. Caramel. Like, somebody's uh, gonna get chocolate it. espresso. Somebody's gonna get it. I'm sure because everyone's into fucking Star Wars right now. That's the hot new shit or it's the hot old shit or whatever hot the shit. The hot it old is. shit. They it's just microwaved some, it. It's, they, they stuck the shit in the microwave and were like, hey, that shit on the other side of the plate, don't 
don't worry about it. We're we're scraping it off into the garbage. I'm being really mean. Anybody who's doing the curse yeah, count is you, you losing their minds right now. You're just shitting all over I'm this. I'm just shitting all. No, I, I'm sorry. I'll stop shitting all over. Sarah's right salts. Now. Part two. <laughs> nah, nah, that'll that's that's still to come. But no, yeah. it's 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 cool. I understand. Like we've all taken well, we've the, all taken days off of work for nerdy shit. I can't blame you one little bit, Rigo. And I'm well, saying I, I'm not sure if I want to because if I do, you should do it. Well, okay. The thing is, <laughs> we as, don't want okay. Bobby. Uh, after making that no, rant Bobby of why do you shouldn't do it, no, 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 no. Bobby can do it if he wants. I'm gonna rip him because that's how we do. I rip Bobby, and you rip Bobby. We all just we all rip good Bobby. time ripping Bobby. Yeah. But you know, no, don't but, feel no, bad. No, but I say it's Here's foolish because he actually does get off in time to see it because it won't actually show the full thing. So it's like six. Oh my god. So uh, well, he'll feel real silly then. He is really silly. <laughs> so no, no, wait, wait, but here's the thing. I, I, don't, I don't know if I want to because as opposed to the preliminaries, those only lasted two hours and thirty minutes. Okay. This time, it has two hundred forty people as opposed to a hundred, and it lasts for five hours. Oh Jesus! Ooh. So, so two hundred forty people have. Uh, so at least half of those had have to have real jobs. And at least half I, of those had to no kick idea. off. No, dude. That's, <laughs> that's, that's I would a actually think a lot assumption. of them are streamers. Because that is nowadays you can actually make money off that. So yeah, that's fair. Good point. But um, if not make money, at least make a Amazon wish list. Yeah, <laughs> and even then, like if I win, I just get a hundred dollars Steam card. I thought I was gonna get with the preliminaries. It's actually in this stage, hmm. and I don't know if that's worth a day off. No. Yeah, I, I think if you. Reach for I'm not the sure stars, how much you make you know? an hour, but yeah. do you I'm think you'll win? That I'm not That's, that good. Yeah. Plus, it's just me and my roommate who hey. are a solid group. We would have to join up with random people. It, it, or, or you bring in a third regular person who has days off that they Who's can change shit. at any point in time. No, I'm but learning. They, they would have had to have qualified. I know, I know, so I know. I'm just way too late for that. I'm saying <laughs> next time, though, this is going to happen again, I imagine. Part two. Uh, Who knows? Who knows? Well, if, if it if does. If they come up with a new mod, maybe. Just to celebrate. What's up? So yeah, yeah. We'll all get right. There. So yeah. anything else you've been playing? Just those well, Dota, but yeah. old news. Repeated. Yeah, how's yeah. Dota, Rigo? Right. Yeah. Yeah. We got Rigo with the Dota update. Nah, anything yeah. new on the Dota front? Fair enough, Ryan. Uh, okay. Undertale. Yeah, Undertale. I started. Uh, I start. Well, I didn't start. I played through it twice already. Well, technically, <laughs> wow. you did start. Well, how much is? How long is each gameplay or playthrough? Uh, well, when I ran through it the second time, because I kind of skipped through everyone's conversations, I got about two hundred minutes. Okay. Uh, my first time, it was about 600 because I just wanted to do oh, like no, there's video. Okay. everything I could. Um, you can see me itching myself. I love Undertale. It's a really good game. It was. It's <laughs> it's one of the only ba- games I've paid full price for. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> what is this buy? You what speak is this? Of? Yeah. No, I usually get stuff on at like Goodwill. I don't care. Um, the whole premise is that uh, you're you're this human that falls into a hole in a mountain. And suddenly you're underground where monsters have been trapped forever because humans and monsters fought a while ago. And then ago. furries. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. I covered this. I covered this. <laughs> There's got to be a reason it caught on with Tumblr. The uh, That's actually not the reason. It's the skeletons. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, No, the, the monsters in this game aren't your traditional, like, werewolf and, and vampire. Although there are skeletons, but there's also, like, bunny people, lizard people, uh, d- so robots. So it's like Sonic Sadam. <laughs> See, sounds, this guy's got it. Good. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Ryan. We're gonna have to prime you, you young whippersnapper. I'm sorry. I wasn't. I was more Mario. Available than on Sonic. Netflix. That's just that was my life <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Oh dear God. Okay. <laughs> um, but I but, didn't know that. But the great part about this game and the reason that I liked it was because you don't have to kill anybody. 
That's neat. Um, there, in fact, there's a you know there's a whole ending if you don't, and there's a whole ending if you do kill everybody. Hey, you can do that in Metal Gear too. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's a Metal Gear thing yeah. as well, but you gotta use. It's, a it's just gun. Glenn like killing every single thing. That's not true. I no, like actually, knocking them out and Fultoning them. He's a giant proponent of don't kill that guy. That's You're gonna need him later. That's actually very efficient as far as like it is. Any bodies. No bodies, he just takes and everybody. it's it's rewarding. Well, it just feels weird that you don't get to hide them anymore. But anyways, uh, yeah, go ahead, you sorry. can, and there are missions. Not as many. That was always a very interesting dynamic of don't. Leave yeah. that body there. They're gonna give a shit if they see it. So no, and it, and it, it and inside buildings, which you will be, and you are sometimes. I mean, it's really? still limited. Yeah. So you so you can't that's fold something inside. I've like I've never seen you will watching be. or playing or anything. Not every like time, that. but you there, run there's only there's sometimes. only like three or four real buildings in the game, man. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But that's you have to what I miss. And there is a few uh, like like you have two rooms, and then that that two room mission that you have in the um early in the game where you're trying to take out the communication officer yeah mm-hmm. no um and then and then if you get the wormhole upgrade you can fulton inside nice. i so. really do oh I really, yeah i forgot about that i really do miss the in-building combat that was really rem- like that's something i missed from classic metal gear but you gotta go open world everything has to go open world to be relevant i'm gonna so. and I'm, have a dog i'm gonna Don't forget uh, the dog. Sidetrack us. Have you played the mul- the the like um, person versus person? No, I've been, I've been avoiding multiplayer. The FOB stuff at all? Yeah, all I right. would too. Did you build to your FOB? Yeah, I built it, but I have not built. I've only built it just to get the additional resources. Yeah, not okay. to, right, not to actually. We'll, we'll talk about that. A- anyway, one. Ryan Undertale. Yeah. Ryan Undertale. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, okay. Undertale uh, has a whole cast of really colorful characters that uh, through playing the that game are in black and white. No, that's only when you fight them. Oh, the, fair the enough. The game is in color, and oh. you see their avatars. See, I've never, I've never seen anything but what's on Tumblr, see, that's and that's what just the dialogue. When you just go off of what Tumblr says, the snappy, sa- ooh, the snappy, oh, snappy yeah, dialogue. You didn't tell her. What? Later. Uh, <laughs> okay, we'll see that later. Um, no, now I want to know. It's uh. <laughs> Not you now. always want to know. It's it, yeah. No, I love the game. Um, the characters are really great. If you play through the pacifist ending, which is what I can only play, I can't. I can't kill everybody. I'm I'm too sappy. Um, you really you really learn a lot about these characters, and you have a good time. Um, it's cute. It's fun. I would recommend it. Nice. When you get her oh, yeah, one of those candy playing, bars you know, with the Diablo, and Diablo and you just started up Minecraft on our new server where we yeah, play FTB Infinity, which yep, is super yep, fun. And so I almost great. died within oh, yeah, like 15 seconds. Well, that's because the spawn point is not a very safe place. Yeah, but uh, we'll get you a new spawn point real quick. So uh, how about you, Miguel? Uh, mainly playing J-Star's Victory right now. That's yeah. been my main game. If you have guys have not played it, it's basically uh, 52 of your favorite Shonen Jump characters fighting against each other in two and two combat. Think Smash Brothers meeting a 3D combat based game. Uh, One Piece, Naruto, Bleach, Goku, Dragon Ball Z, loved ones I don't really understand. This <laughs> this really weird thing that ca- declares itself the tarot baby of all time that has an old woman attack for it then Was combo Kenshiro you into there. Was Kenshiro in that one too? Ter- yeah, Ken- uh, Kenshiro Jojo is also huh. in there. Uh, Fist North Star. Uh, and his, what, what, was, what was the name of his uh, final villain in, in Fist North Star? That's name right I now. forget. Yeah, but he's also in there. Hmm. Uh uh, Dragon Saga. It's actually a really fun game. Um, each of the characters, it's only a three-button setup when it comes to attacks, um, with, along with the defensive button. Uh, fun as heck. If you want something original and something that's different than your other fighting games, it, I highly recommend it. Nice. I really wish there would be some people online so I can earn some of those trophies, yeah, well, but no one's there. one of these days, we'll play it over <laughs> here when you, when you remember to bring it over. <laughs> yeah, but we need someone online, so we need two copies. 
Really? And, yeah, and I got that one. Oh, at be- that. I got that one at Best Buy on sale because apparently it's it's a one year old game or less a little less than one year, and no one played it online. It, Where I think, have all our couch co-op well, slash versus games gone? Splatoon. Well, Splatoon, yeah. not all of us can play Nintendo games and 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 keep their dignity. We, we have a Wii U. I know we have a Wii U. <laughs> Literally, but it have collects a Wii U. dust because yeah. I'm an adult who knows how to interact with people. And, and then also add Sorry. to that, I've actually uh, downloaded the uh, original Mega Man Three. Yeah, which yeah. was one of the funnest games of all time when I was a kid. Still greatly fun right now. I am playing that not, on my Wii U. Why not Mega Man Two? <laughs> uh, actually, actually, um, I've I had that debate with my cousin. Uh, two versus three and personally I think three is three is the first one with a full actual storyline throughout mm. the game yeah. um, you actually have uh, the cutscenes in there you actually face all the robot masters of two in three yeah. so um, yes two has the best music out of the whole entire series I'm not going to debate that but when it comes to gameplay storyline huh? it's also meaner I don't think so if you if you know how to play a Mega Man game you can play just about any of them I will give that uh, uh, Wily uh, one um, uh, Castle One is probably one of the hardest bosses to get to, mm-hmm. but he's actually an easy boss once you get to him because that freaking jumping from uh, pillar to pillar <laughs> before you can actually fight the dragon. <laughs> uh, but for overall, it, it was just a fun game. I want to get, and I heard a rumor that they might be getting Wily Wars soon, and if they get that one, I will be downloading that in a, in a heartbeat. And you all look at me like you don't know what Wily Wars is. Wily Wars. No, I, not a I just I I'm looking at you like I never thought they would do anything new with Mega Man ever again. Ever. No, Wily Wars is actually a Sega game. It was only available originally on the Sega TV, and it actually oh. combined one, two, and three. So after you beat and after you beat those three, you actually face Wily Castle uh, one through five, and you could pick any um, eight weapons out of the. Uh, the three games, three games, eight weapons each. You have thirty-six weapons to choose from to bring into that to that final level. Huh? It is, and I've always wanted to play this because it sounds like really interesting. Like, imagine having the metal blade and then being able to go right from that to, um, well, actually, Pharaoh shots not in it because that's four. Um, right, going right into uh, the the heat the heat wave. Or using rush and then using weapon two at the same time. It'd be really fun. Yeah, fair uh, enough. But, yeah, anyways. How about Switch. you, Sarah? Oh, um, Unless you have questions for me. You have a question. Go ahead. I, no, I just had a comment. Was switching back and forth between the powers was always my ultimate weakness. Is just learning what the options you have are. That's the well. Same the really thing cool thing like, when you're playing it on the Wii, on the Wii, and then um, they did this on the GameCube and the PlayStation Two version. I actually have both of them. Um, you could actually do it with L and R. So it's really cool that uh-huh. you could actually jump from power to power you have to wait for that it, with the power once the power is off the screen you can jump right to it without having to press pause and it was a really fun uh, mechanic to put that wow. they added to the game and the remix soundtrack too I mean that was something that was borrowed from the SNES yeah they, they, they took it from the X games yeah. yeah I'll have to look into that um, what you been up to as far as what I've been up to uh, I've been up to getting a new uh, laptop that can handle games so that yeah. I can pers- participate a little bit. I think we're going to get you folks. the Warhammer game. You're yeah, gonna... I'll, I'll try that. Yeah. It sounds worth it. It is. It sounds pretty interesting. Like For the I, price, um, at least, it is pretty good. Yeah, twenty seven eight ninety nine right now on sale. So yeah. 28 Because, I mean, there. most new releases, albeit have like Steam a single-player function. Steam or hard? Steam, Steam. Steam. Always Steam. Yeah, yeah always Steam. I, I, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm old school. I like buying the actual physical game when I can. No, no but I, you can just have a nice library with everything. Yeah. Download it whenever. I have a library actually in room in my home. The 
you can actually <laughs> weave through like you're just you're just Belle from Beauty and the Beast. You get on your cute little ladder and you you just you just careen through. Why does it have to be a cute ladder? Can't, see, why can't it be a manly ladder? See, and I feel it's a manly ladder, ladder and, made of rusted iron. And I yeah, feel like he if knows if you feel that threatened. Yeah, no, it's no. a cute ladder. It's, it's a cute ladder. ladder. I feel a little hard I feel like if that were the analogy for my my library, I would definitely be the beauty, and my rig would be my beast. Just oh, saying, I would love it, just, and I would. It would, it, it would, it would give me shit, just but I would still love it. it. There must be something there that wasn't there before. before. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wow, that was fucking precious. Yeah. Um, Anywho, yep. no, I get that feel because as much as I prize my like collection of PS2, like oh, this is my Silent Hills, and here's my this, and Eternal, isn't it grand? Aren't they grand? But then I have my my PS2 with the hard drive where I'm like, here, just load this shit up. Here's a list. Just go through the damn list and pick whatever one you want. The world's your oyster. It's pretty nice. It's nice and it's it's convenient because I have to worry about storing them. But um. I, I'm delaying here because I've just had commitments and work and overtime and whatnot. So my list is more of a, uh, a, a games I would like to play in the future <laughs> rather than things I have played in the past two weeks. But um, so but you don't have any type of love the physical copy though, like being able to. Well, play oh, it. I do. Okay. Wait, oh, wait, I wait absolutely do. It depends how much I love it. Miguel, do you play mostly on the PC? No. no. Oh well. I'm I'm con I, I, I'm I am too. More than I'm else. a console person. Okay. I've always been a PlayStation person. Well, I was just thinking, like right as you said that, I like I only buy physical copies in my library, and I'm like Bell, and I'm thinking, you know, years and years from now, like oh, while you're wearing that blanket, that actually works for the perfect analogy. Here. It's freezing. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's why I turned it up, and then Miguel got hot, so we turned it back down. So it is know. freezing. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm thinking of like years and years in the future like mom why did why did granddad leave me all of these weird flat things and mom's going to be like son those are those are called DVD ROMs <laughs> we used to put those in things called computers I still have Nintendo cartridges you've seen them <laughs> it's true it's true it's worth it it's a worthwhile venture but no like i things i'm most looking forward to to actually getting around to now that i have a, a computer that can run them and hopefully some free time in the coming weeks is going to be like talos principle even though that's old news but the that new um uh space or planet colonization thing planet base I planet it was. base i have to look at the Drop it. No, that sounds amazing, actually. That sounds really, really great. And the planet you were colonizing, it looked like Mars. It looked very, very Was it Mars? I haven't started it yet. Is it like I'm, distracted I'm really by, stoked is about it like that. a space Minecraft? It, no, it's like a space prison architect, but with astronauts. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> prison architect. Yeah, he's um, playing some prison architect. It looks really interesting. Space, but I um, planet base, yeah. Space Minecraft. No, I'm gonna try well, that Warhammer like thing that. you guys have been playing. The vermin side, verminicide, vermin? genocide plus vermin. Vermin side. It's just vermin side. I'm gonna definitely be trying that because it sounds awesome. It is. It is. Pretty um, fun. and yeah, I can imagine during like the summer say or the the whatever sale the, the Christmas and then whatever is next year that game will be like seven dollars and everybody should buy it. I think if it does bad, it will be that low. But if it no, I think either way, it'll probably drop to at least fifty percent by no, next summer. No, 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 no next summer, summer, a ye- almost a year from now, like nine months. Thirty-five percent. I'll give Fine. it thirty-five. Nah, I think it'll be thirty-five during Christmas. Well, well see, you we'll got you got look you got to look at this way. There's there's always a Steam sale come um, right, but, but, but for a game we'll that came bets. out just new like that, uh, I think maybe 
ten percent to it's fifteen new, percent. But is it big? Hey, that's the thing. It has the potential. Oh, okay, fair yeah, enough. Fair enough. Because so. right now it's getting really good reviews. It, it is okay. getting good it reviews just, by it especially the players. It didn't launch big. Usually, it's the things that are so publicized that they launch big. That's keeps holds its uh its Value. price, price. Right. exactly yeah. that's why i think it's never gonna drop to 50 even for next summer um christmas that's only two months away that, I, that I don't franchise think gonna... or traditionally no matter what it is has always dropped really quickly during the summer sale. i look at All this way warhammer, warhammer i've death. always gotten the warhammer games for free on playstation 3 eventually so. yeah <laughs> playstation plus and whatnot so yeah um, I guess I'll uh, move well, on to me. Um, before I do, we do have two new subscribers, and thank you guys for following our Hello. Twitch. We do we are streaming hey. our podcast live now, sometimes uh, or as subscribes. much as we can on Twitch.tv slash. When we're feeling our prettiest. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Which is always pretty. Oh, oh okay. Oh, he's so, so I've been playing Prison Architect, which um, is a really interesting game. Um, where you are literally building a prison and running it, and and. Um, and it's it's that weird so because cool. usually when you do games like that, like theme park and what are you whispering this whole time? <laughs> we're not there yet. He's being early. creepy. Yeah. He's we're your, getting to the your, creepy part. Yeah, we're you're too early. We're this getting is there. foreshadowing. Foreshadowing alert. It's gonna be spoopy. Um I guess that makes sense. Uh yeah. Um so <laughs> Ryan. So, Ryan. So, so Glenn likes being a warden. I like being a warden. Be, well, it's it's he not, likes being in control, which is what well, makes it hard no with shit. us. Well, it, it's like it, like you like building anything that's really tough to deal with. Right, because right. The, the prison, it's really it's really difficult because it's, as I imagine in real life, this really difficult balance between finances, keeping people happy. So you're saying the problem. blue the blue eyed blonde haired guy likes being in control of multiple prisoners. Okay. Oh. See, that is not. <laughs> you say that. God. You say that like we've never made that joke and about. Now he likes vermicide. Well, vermicide. <laughs> you're all for no. Um, no. Got this solution. Oh God, they say together. it's the final one. Oh my God. Is, is this your I'm, final solution? Is this that? Is, is that this is, is, it's, it's no. almost as if I've mastered my solution. He's actually red flag. He's, <laughs> red flag. That's a big. It's. I'm not Asian. It's not a big red flag. Oh. Oh my fucking. That's God. not racist. It was there. a flag joke. <laughs> It was a little. We're having I'm fun joking. with flags. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It was a flag joke. I'm good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking shit. But um. No, you had some interesting so, thoughts. Actually. So no, it, it's really interesting because when you play a game like Theme Park or, or any of those that are those you know um, Sim City tycoons and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's it, the idea is <laughs> balancing. It is the, a tycoon though. It is. It, it, it's prison tycoon. Well, it's, it's balancing, balancing the comfort level <laughs> of a bunch of entitled pricks who've paid to be there. Right. Versus a bunch of people who did crimes and they're like So well, you're never gonna like open a white collar version. You're just gonna automatically go for the, like the, the down home. You're being very <laughs> very presumptuous. No, I can explain my. I can yeah, explain in detail no i'm actually i actually attempt my best because i don't know why because it's a computer game to be as fair as possible because what it does is it has um each prisoner has a grade and you don't have to pay attention to it but you can and as they are um based on their sentence based on their recent conduct within the prison based on a lot of different things um and how often they get in trouble things like that their grade will rise and if they have like say a grade five and you only have a grade four cell for them they're gonna crank it and be like look i'm a good prisoner you should at least give me like a little more space or a TV. Or does it give you any like context that. for like what they were convicted for? It does. It tells you in high detail. It oh, says wow. murdered wife and kids or, or, you know, in here for this or that it does. And there are, there's minimum security, medium security, high security and um, max, max like lockdown guys. You Eventually can, do you get the full sequence as an awesome, as an option? 
the like, full, what do you mean? Like, yeah, you the, the, human, the human centipede full sequence. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, okay. the whole oh, one. Good. Very from, good, from very good. About. No, but, um, but no, I, I break them out by, by cell blocks and I change yeah, the grades. The yeah, <laughs> but uh, we don't we don't watch human centipede, come on. Um, you really should. Uh, no. no, we really should. <laughs> no one really Why should. Why should we? Because uh, once like, you, you do, you'll never forget it. You should watch Tusk or The Green Inferno. You don't watch it, you endure it. Thank, thank you, yeah. Morgan. I was getting there. That's but part I'll, two. I'll I normally can't handle um, but, um, it. But it creates this really interesting idea because normally with theme park, you're trying to make everybody happy and but also uh, profit so you can build cool things. Well, the idea in in, pri- in the prison architect is just to get bigger and and have a working system where they can't kill each other. And and the people who, <laughs> who are men of security don't have to deal with the max tech people who will try to kill them because they're mean. And they're, what they're I was noticing stabby. that is really, really interesting when I was watching you play is how many layers of just building and monitoring there is to it. Because it's not just like, oh, you're doing a SimCity thing where you just build a structure and it does things for you and it brings in more revenue to build more structures. There was like, look at the electronic parts of it look at the the foundation here you have to build a foundation you have to wire in all the electronics and the water the utilities stuff like mm-hmm. that it's all different layers and like i don't know it just looks it looks a little too much for me to handle to be honest see but. me i just want to design a more extreme version of the game like put in every single um like trope of prisons that you can ever have like you could have a great escape trope you could have a death race trope and, and, and like try to have and, something like based off of orange is the new black or, or orange is new black or uh the, the longest yard like you actually have prison guards versus the, the prisoners t- yeah. football game that would be like i would put like all those tropes of prison movies into the video game that it would be interesting <laughs> and i haven't played the campaign much and there are, is a campaign in the sense that you start with like a prison and you have to deal with a scenario like a, a big gang bust happened and you have huh. to take in 30 really high security guys and keep them all separated because they're groups or they're gangs. Oh, that sounds and, interesting. And there are really difficult, interesting scenarios you can You can, can take in. into account like prisoners burrowing their way yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Like certain stuff. certain types of prisoners will try to burrow their way out. There's things like, um, there are actual gangs within the thing. So even on the free free play, whatever, it will simulate gangs and groups will will congregate and cause problems. And well, really they, Did they actually use the real gangs or uh, gang names? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really looked closely at them. But um, it, it's just this really interesting thing of, of understanding like the balance between keeping an individual who is in this situation happy and trying to create a profit because in our American society we have private prisons which so they run the same way they run they're just a person like should we spend more money on them keeping keeping by everybody TVs who's who's doing good or should I take home an extra hundred grand for bonuses like I didn't realize it was run privately that way there are a lot of them depends on the state uh, yeah no that that totally makes sense given the system is really broken given the fuck given the country we live in that makes sense but I didn't know that so even though I know that wasn't a hundred percent I thought it was all like federal like oh equally not anymore no even though I know that was their not necessarily the hundred percent their goal was to make it a big like social economic commentary it really is and it's very interesting so i want to hear more about and it's very natural it's not in your face because you have to perceive it you it it isn't told to you in any way besides that you you should definitely let's play that one for some of the scenarios maybe write something up on it yeah i am going to write something up on it soon. so that that is actually i'm going to write something probably up on warhammer and uh, prison architect this month sweet um and uh, i think it's about time to move on to our mega segment but we did have a few people actually ask who we were because they didn't start at the beginning so then who the fuck so i'm 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 glenn wave to the camera and say hi everybody hi glenn no say hi what your name is i'm sarah i guess miguel Miguel's over there. I'm Ryan. Hey. And Rigo. There you go. So we're going to move on to our main segment. We're talking about survival horror today, uh, as we did the other day. 
but um, we're actually going to record this time. So yeah, we're actually recording. So this time. so yeah. so the first time was just a run through. Yeah, it was just no, a practice. The first time was the holy. Well, man, hey, you know. hey, you know the best. The best is always lost. Yeah, yeah, but yeah you know. Always, it's always something. <laughs> so let's, so let's, so I, let, here, I got gotcha. you. Go ahead. I got gotcha, you, You do it. You do it. So, this is you. Uh, how, um, first, first uh, thing I have to say, like, in recent times, like, Ryan, you're a younger chap. Like, you haven't played a lot of the games that are considered classic survival horror. Um, and a lot of younger folks who may or may not be tuning in uh, may be confused about what that actually means because if you haven't played anything like the original Silent Hill, Silent Hill 2, Resident Evil, anything in the Clock Tower series and Miguel still making his creepy noises, like even even Clock Tower, uh, Clock Tower, Clock Tower, Clock Tower, Clock Tower, Tower, like um like Haunting Ground, like Haunting Ground or Rule of Rose or anything like that may not really understand what it actually is uh, might think oh I played Resident Evil 4 or 5 or 6 or blah blah blah, blah and that counts it that is count. not survival well, horror now wait a minute I played the Muppets Haunted House game mm. that's close enough okay Ryan well, <laughs> that sure is your opinion I'll, man. <laughs> I'll sure not crucify you right Dude. now but okay so what the first thing I wanted to really cover is like what what separates an actual survival horror game and not just when it was made because they are still making on and off once in a while an actual survival horror game. Freddy got fingered five nights. That's a movie, sir. <laughs> for five nights. Five nights at <laughs> fucking We've been over Fingering this. Fingering for five nights at no, no hate against the creator or against anyone. This is my own personal, personal prejudice. Oh boy. Five Nights at Freddy's I is the something. Five Nights at Freddy's is the 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 Angry Birds of survival horror. It is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. With its you marketable, so... colorful characters and it's it's doing the it's same thing scares. four times in a row. It's jump doing... scares is also yeah. the same thing. It's cheap thrills. But, but cheap. the thing is, though, it's the it's the new version. We don't clowns don't exist as well much as they used to because of it. Uh, the um because I can attest to that. Yeah. So the the new thing is the animatronics. The animatronics are just old enough that that we remember them from when we were kids and they're still barely there. So the animatronics, dude, they do a really good job with I the can't story say I blame them. That's the thing, is I, I can't blame the creator or anyone who likes Five Nights at Freddy's because animatronics are fucking creepy. I could never I couldn't go to a Chuck E. Cheese. I couldn't I couldn't be around clowns or anyone in a costume. Like I had a hard time at Disney. I had a hard time anywhere that there were with themed. furries. I, I, I can't do it. <laughs> That's probably why I resisted the furry movement or whatever you want to say. But like I just I think anything in costumes is terrifying. And I understand that. At least they terrified me as a kid. And that's why I get like, oh, Five Nights at Freddy's is scary and it's creepy. And the gameplay is genuinely kind of suspenseful and and jump scary in itself. But... And the, the storyline is actually really good. It's it about is. hurting children. I just and and the ghost of children. It's I'm more just it's really bitter. Good. It's about hurting. I'm children. more just bitter. It's, 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 yeah, some, it's something kids. that actually goes along with today. Like back in the day when we when well I, I know I'm the oldest one. When I was growing <laughs> up, it's mostly about teenagers. I wasn't gonna the, say the, the, the teenager the teenagers the adolescent. Now now the fear is actually on children, and that's and that's what they're actually going for. The well, that was oh, the, like the situation with Slenderman. <laughs> thank you, Jared. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but too the, soon. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. I love me, the delay there. You sir. don't see me making a Bill Cosby joke. All the both. The, no, not. But, but, but um, he goes for women. That's another story entirely. That's true. Um, but <laughs> at any rate, like 
Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, I'm sure it's great. I didn't have patience for it when it became big because it happened at the same time that PT happened, kind of, like roughly the same time. And they represented two very starkly different sides of the survival Actually, horror market no. to me. I would not say, I, I, I disagree with that. The, it's, the difference in the, mainly in there is the independent versus the corporate mentality. You know, the, the, fair. The, the fact that the PT was, uh, or this, the un, the unreleased uh, Silent Hill game, um, was actually based off of Konami. It was Konami's uh, well, baby. It, it got it the down. It wasn't so much Konami as it was Hideo Kojima's. Yeah, thing. but it was Konami. It was still, obviously, it was Konami. It was Konami it. that had the control of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they own the IP. Uh, when they when they decided not to produce it, and I know that made you furious. We'll get there. Get there. I think we're, I, I see you turning. We'll get there. <laughs> I have places to go before we get there. But the um, the fact that 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 occurred, the Five Nights at Freddy was actually perfectly Indeed. timed because it when, they, perfectly when, timed when they when they usurp the market. Yeah, it, and and it was all Konami's fault. It, it he, was, he, oh, and no. it was way it, it was way um, it got into that niche market that it wanted, yeah. and he he was it, able to usurp. Um, the fans that were I won't, that game. I won't claim to to know. I'll have my opinions and my and my preferences, obviously, but I won't claim to know whether it was Five Nights at Freddy's or PT or maybe a mixture of both that reawakened anyone's interest in survival horror games in general because it was waning. All that was marketable for a long, long time for the past few years has been action. Like any any franchise, Resident Evil, Silent Hill, anything is is not going to be marketable unless it's got more action element to it. Uh, at least that's what the the developers thought, or the publishers. The, sorry, the, the publishers. That's what the publishers and, yeah, the thought. Publishers. And so the they publishers. were pushing for more action. They were pushing for less atmospheric, scary kind of attitude. They, well, um, well, here's here's a, here's a question for you then. Uh, then, uh, do you consider Dark Souls, um, the Dark Souls series, part of the? Um, Horror genre, not survival horror. No, horror action genre. horror, action horror. Bloodborne, yeah, Bloodborne is one of my favorite things ever, and it is like, a horror game. It is horror. It is absolutely horror. It's not survival horror. Correct. It's not because that's the thing. That's the thing I kind of wanted to RPG survey everyone on. Horror? Well, it's action. It's action RPG horror, kind of like action adventure, not action adventure, more action RPG horror. Sorry, adventure I'm RPG. It, it's horror. not about the struggle to survive because that it's about well, killing it everything is, and getting through. That's that's what we're gonna get. But to. you're but you're not pulling in resource after resource to try to try to just get enough health to get to the next area to live and explore Resident more. Evil. It's repeat yeah. and repeat and repeat till you Silent can Hill. kill a thing successfully. It's it, well, so it's that's not the survival. thing is the difference with with the Souls games and Bloodborne and stuff is they kind of they arm you to be successful and yeah. be effective against your enemies like to kill to them and be rid of them really forever. Bad. That's yeah. the thing is there's like there's like a clear here's your enemy here's your 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 weapons and your your armor kill them and that's action that's adventure that kind of thing the to me at least the 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 defining factor in survival horror was always the like isolation in the psychological aspect with with all of the like atmosphere and all Correct. that kind of thing yeah that's why it always struck that's why it always sounded a particular chord with me was because it struck a particular chord is because it seemed more like the art form of the game industry because it was about I'm atmosphere. the only one who can hear you because I'm the only one with the headset oh we'll hear him <laughs> I'm sure we'll hear him when we listen to it I it'll know, be fine I'm just saying I'm just but saying. like it was like an art form to me yeah. survival horror yeah. was because it was this staunch like we don't care how comfortable you are the point is for you to be uncomfortable the point is for you to be alone and to actually think about what we're putting out here for you to see okay then, to then how about um going out of the new the mm-hmm. new genre how about Hotline Miami was that 
Now, give give That's it not a, horror though. It, well, well, it, 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 it just it, seems like all of the the games that have a similar like anxiety feeling. Yeah, that that one is is. literally you feel claustrophobic. You're having to kill all these people. You have no clue why. You're going through the whole storyline and you're you're basically getting all these cryptic messages every every few often uh, or every level, if you will. You made Nikki is technically survival horror, isn't it? No, I yeah, I agree. I actually agree wholeheartedly with that. I mean, I haven't even played it myself. I've only seen what I've seen, Mm -hmm. but it strikes me as that. Well, yeah, because you do puzzles. And and that's an interesting chord because it's indie. Like yeah. nowadays, kind of the only thing you see with that is the non-publisher sponsored indie titles that actually stay true to mm-hmm. it. But that's kind of getting ahead of myself. Anyone have anything else to add on what distinguishes like survival horror mm-hmm. from action? No. no, I mean, I think we understand the distinction pretty clear. I think what, what we need to talk about some more is the changes that have occurred in the industry to this lovely, lovely genre and how it's kind of transformed um, well, more than most genres have in the last couple of years. I think we know what breaks it down. What franchise at least breaks it down the clearest? Well, yeah, where 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 it changed was halfway, Resident Evil. Halfway through yeah. Resident Evil Four, a switch got hit, and it just. Well, I want to say all the like the beginning of Resident Evil Four was really what did it because that's like I got only like a hour or so into Resident Evil Four, and I was like, this is not the Leon! Resident Evil I remember. Leon. Leon! No, <laughs> Ashley didn't even come until much. <laughs> Ashley didn't even show up. <laughs> I did it. Uh, did you see the thing I did there? You see that? No, Ashley didn't even show up until much later in the game. But earlier on, even when you're first fighting all the, the it, residents of that village, I was like, this is not classic Resident Evil. What now, happened to all the shit I gave? Now, could it be that because when 4 came out, and I know it was like the GameCube era, um, it was and, and make no Wait, mistake is, it was a great game the first game. couple Medal yeah. of Honor Call of Duty games started yeah, that, that's and that's they, when Capcom caught so on so they needed to do you know com- Something competitive similar. stuff and that's when you know 5 and 6 came out full but they, blown but they were still they were still um, it was still the same the, the genre was a change uh, of course Los Plagas was a completely different thing than, than the traditional uh, zombies like what you were saying last time about the um, the differences in how you scare people like uh, yeah uh, Tell the story that you were that you were saying before about the um, how you scared your friends. Sven Co-op. Okay, so it was an old Half-Life mod, oh. and with the Half-Life mod, like you can usually change your skins to other characters. And so, part of the map that we downloaded, you could be a hunter from the old Resident Evil. So yeah, scary looking. Yeah, the monster, beast with the a big claw. old yeah, yeah. reptile and so dude. I was playing, you know, as a normal person throughout the game, and then there was a point where I kind of played ahead of them. Um, I knew they were all going to meet up in an elevator. And so I switched to the skin of the hunter, jumped out at them as oh, they all Resident met. Oh, Resident Evil the... and its elevators. Yeah, yeah. And so I scared them. So <laughs> ding. I'm sorry. What were you? What were you trying to draw the, from the, that? Well, it's just like you're saying. The what came what came around f- from the corner, um, versus like uh, the action thing. I was like, oh, I need to blow this off. Yeah. And no, no. Your, your friends were just like, holy crap! This just happened. Why the hell is he here? Yeah. <laughs> well. Okay, so with 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 all of this that we now know, we we know why survival horror is not why, but we know that survival horror lately has gone from being kind of a a big mainstream Oppressive. thing. No, in, in the sense that it was represented in its truest form in Silent Hill. It was represented in um, Resident Evil, Clock Dead Tower. Space, Clock Tower. Uh, not necessarily. 
really Dead Space. The the beginning the first, of the first Dead Space. The, no, the first Dead Space. Yeah? yeah. Okay, fair enough. So so up until about that point about Resident Evil 4 and 5 happened, we had this this more pure genre of this slower exploration based um kind of being more cautious understanding about, based. It wasn't so much about jump scares tension. and it was about creating It was tension. about tension. It was about atmospheric tension. Nothing will ever illustrate that better than like the soundtrack to the Silent Hill games. Correct. Because you could have not an enemy in sight. There is no actual danger to your player character, but you will feel it all the time because I would say of as the, a subtle point, I think it also had to do with the movement too and just yeah. the controls in general. Like yeah. in well, the tank controls and also, and also I, I would like yeah. to add the lack of resources as well. Yep. Like yeah. your, your, right. your, resource, your resource management, knowing that okay, I might have to deal with like five dogs, I have three bullets. Right. So there was always <laughs> like this balance where you think you're in control, but you could easily lose it just because of the, how the game is. Correct. But, yeah. but with these newer ones, it's like oh, I'm just gonna run around with a rocket launcher. Well, and it comes it comes along with the same the same um, environment that that has been created by games of it, it's no longer about the challenge it's no longer about succeeding it's about uh, enjoying the experience and I'm not saying that's a bad thing but well, I'm saying no, that in, there's in the in the typical like games industry that's an amazing thing it, it is it, it is for for the, people who for, are into games because your, they want to play games to have fun. That's for an your average thing. casual consumer. Consumer, yeah. yes. yes. But there are a lot of hardcore gamers who get good. who. You know, it's not that they get good. They want a challenge. They want to. They want to be able to have to think outside the box. I think they want to be able like, to. That's the niche market. Yeah. Most yeah. action. That you, you, you just put it in a way yeah. that's like, oh, we don't know why. Well, it's because it's a niche. Most I, I didn't say I don't know why. I'm saying it's why. Okay, I'm just wondering now because I'm just thinking about what what we what we've been saying about the survival horror. Um, is Majora's Mask survival horror? No. No. No, it's not. It, no, no, no. I'm legitimately thinking of this. Lack of time, lack yeah. of resources, no. the the fact that a lot almost every single person dies every every three days. The 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 horrible face of that moon coming yeah. at you. I'm sure it, it, is, it is I'm pretty sure it's survival horror. Yeah. It, it <laughs> I, I, I actually think I could make a good I would, argument I would for say this. it's you like ten percent horror by so, by those factors. But again it's uh, definitely not conventional survival horror, but I, I definitely see well, your of, point. Of course the great the greatest survival horror game, at least to me was actually on the GameCube, and that is Eternal Darkness. Well we'll, we'll get there. Let's, we will yeah. definitely get let's there. Let's not explode that one yet. But the the big difference that I'd say is that a lot of survival horror games don't allow freedom. Majora's Mask allowed way too much freedom to allow survival horror because the biggest you thing about away. survival horror is that you're, I don't you want to say that away. you're trapped, but you're limited. You can't you can't get that far. Like in Silent Hill, you can run around the whole town, but you're in the town. In Majora's Mask, you well, can go to almost any area in, when you need to leave an area. It's not even the confines or, of the town. In Silent Hill, not only can you not leave the town, when you're in a room or an apartment or in an area, it's always, you always, unless it's some spectacular ending worthy boss fight you can't get around you Usually, have like yeah. a specific hallway or a specific room or something like that that you really can't get around that well yeah. without some kind of consequence there's not a lot of different ways to approach it and i think not necessarily that makes survival horror i just think that being confined and being almost that claustrophobic feeling is kind of the the literal last nail in the coffin when you're making a survival horror game and and, and bringing together the scarcity the danger and then the the lack of freedom because freedom lack of freedom scares people it makes you you're limited to so it, many there's there's something there's something to be said about the tank controls in both oh, yeah. the Resident Evil games and si the older Silent Hill games because and and I don't enjoy them. Nobody tank enjoys controls. them. Well, That's because the then you I had to think about what you were saying. I was point, like tank controls. To, yeah, so. tank I just controls, get what it was. You know, yeah, you have turn. to turn and then you move. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's frustrating and it's hard to remember and that 
bugged the crap out of me when I was younger. And to be honest, I don't miss it. I don't miss it one little bit. That's why I think it's not integral. It definitely made the experience scarier and more stressful. But if you want to play, for instance, like Silent Hill 2 without, because it's the greatest survival horror game ever made, I y'all can debate with me, but that's, that's a fact. But, um... <laughs> Eternal Darkness is an action-adventure survival horror, which is, that's in a league almost all of its own. If you're looking at straight-up just atmospheric horror and just bleakness, it's Silent Hill 2. But anyway, um, it... And I would argue Fatal Frame. Fatal Frame's got cute girls and cameras. It's like the Silent Hill 3 of that series. I think it's, it's the, the, sh- the, the, the one thing that makes you feel the most helpless of all. And yeah. makes you... I felt more helpless as James than I did as Heather. That's fair. To be honest. Um, Heather was so upbeat and so confident about everything. I felt like nothing could possibly... I wasn't comparing it to Heather, though. I know you weren't comparing it to Heather. I'm saying, like, playing as a quote-unquote defenseless so girl really doesn't really make a difference. What was the, um, what's that one that you were playing the other like, day? Yeah. Uh, Miscellaneous objects. It, it was like... You were looking at a dollhouse, and you were you were the young character, and you had the guy following you, or you were the guy, and the and the girl was following you. Clock you were, tower. Oh dear God! No, you um, were playing on PlayStation Four until dawn. Uh, before until dawn. dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you were talking about. Yeah, until we dawn. should talk about. Until that was dawn until a dawn. Bit. We will talk about it until dawn. I haven't technically finished it, but I don't really care about spoilers at this no, point. No, no, I, so. I do, I do, I do. Okay, That's Glenn not, does. Well, yeah, Glenn no, does. Yeah. Um, it's fine. You should talk about a game once you finish it. We will in that way. We will then. Yeah. Um. I'm not saying because we're. No, no, no. But but we also. I mean, we'll still have one more podcast in October. We'll talk about probably some more horror yeah. stuff. But um, I was talking we can still about talk Hill. about it even if it's not done. You I was talking about, about Silent, Silent Hill. Silent Hill. You were talking about how oppressive it is and how it's the greatest horror game of all time. Well, Silent Hill Two. Yeah. Is the greatest horror game of all time. But yeah. Just the tank controls. That's what I was right. getting at. Was the tank controls? A lot of people argue um, enhance the survival horror experience. They definitely enhance the stressfulness yeah. factor. The stressful factor of it. But like. Uh, in the the Xbox 360 re-release of of the the first few games, it actually I was really relishing not having the tank controls because it just you get to experience the game and pay attention to so much more rather than be stressed out by your tank controls. It's, and actually aim. Yeah, and actually <laughs> aim. It's pretty sweet. Aim. <laughs> like like uh like uh the the instant messenger, <laughs> yeah. but at any rate, it it's 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 a good um. It's a good time. It is a good time. When when you play games that, that kind of give you the, the environmental oppression. And Sadendal was agreeing with you. She said that the... Uh, uh, the Tank controls? No. The soundtrack of those games can really, really bring you the stress <laughs> without, without anybody being around or anything. It just kind of trick you out. I love the Resident <laughs> Evil games. I have nothing of note to take from their soundtrack. Wait, wait, wait. wait just question. Have any of you heard of the uh, Resident <laughs> Evil Director's Cut Basements? theme no no it's it's wonky and goofy sound here's at the very least one you thing have to listen to it it's terrible. you should know about resident evil and their soundtrack the this is gonna be the only exception this is the only thing from resident evil that stands out in my brain is the opening theme to resident evil outbreak if you played that it makes me tear up hearing it it is a beautiful beautiful thing especially if you're able to see it with the actual intro um cinematics for that game it's fucking amazing it's it's beautiful i have it i have it like on mp3 i had it on my 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 phone my mp3 player is beautiful it's a beautiful thing but um silent hill is the thing like akira Maoka stuff just just made it it made you feel the danger when it wasn't even there but you thought it was it's just that everything had a piano it's the 
art aspect, not even a piano, a, a bitchin' <laughs> no, guitar was, maybe, and Mary Elizabeth McGlynn's vocals, if I'm getting her name right, the major, whatever, you know, that's the same lady, if you don't know that, the major and the lady who sings the Silent Hill soundtrack. But um, The major from Ghost from in the Shell? Ghost in the Shell, yeah. Oh, I did not the know Same that. lady. Um, but it's, 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 it's incredible. And that's why those two things are kind of, they're integral, but they're not all that's out there, obviously, because there's Clock Tower and there's Ruler Rose and Fatal Frame and all those good things. In fact, Clock Tower predates right. Silent Hill by quite a bit. So, so getting a little more focused here. Yeah. So we have a couple games we want to address, one being... Our experiences with Eternal Darkness, because everyone here pretty much except Ryan and maybe... Have you played? Yeah. yeah. So you haven't <gasps> played. So so most of us have played it. The majority here has played Eternal Darkness. For those who Three don't know, it was a game originally bad. released nah. on the GameCube. It is a very good game to get your hands fun on. Fun fact, it was supposed to be released on a much older console. Um, just took for a long to develop, end, right? Whatever Nintendo was before the 64. GameCube. 64, yes. It was supposed to be on the N64, but Silicon Knights kind of put it off. In fact, it, the, the graphics were originally, when they yeah. were pitching the game, were in N64 right. style, but then they, they put it off. And I'm kind of glad they did. Well, it's it's very much in the Cthulhu style, which makes it very... It it, it, it's it Lovecraft is without being Lovecraft. Yeah. They change all the names. Yeah. And, and they, like do, a, they do an excellent job. The Lovecraft. greatest thing ever was the insanity meter. And depending yeah. on how high how high it went up, you got some really weird crap that started happening to your screen, to your controller, to the actual game. Um, the game would would screw with you. It, was, it, it would change your input. It would make you think you changed your. It input gave on you your the TV. blue screen of death, which you didn't think was even possible. Would, like, how is a blue screen of death coming up on my GameCube? It would delete your saves. <laughs> yeah, it, it would, would pretend to delete your saves or, or turn down your, your volume TV or have a bug on your screen. It's or not the just, mute on TV. Okay, I. Or your head had, exploded. Okay, my dad was awesome. He set up a surround sound system in my bedroom using um, a regular uh, shelf system. Nice. So my, so my system was all this world awesome. So I'm here listening to it, and then the game just, like, it automatically goes mute. And the funny thing is, it used the exact same freaking font as my TV. Like, it knew <laughs> <laughs> the right Well, that's because right that, was, that was right about the same time a lot of the standard deaf TVs were, were getting really... <laughs> Mass manufactured, and that was the the traditional one. Was that get square green yeah, text? Yeah, yeah. The, my, my Panasonic thirty two inch television. Um, but the, the it, it went. I was just like, what the heck? And and I was just like, oh, maybe I'm sitting on the remote. And, all. and then it literally screams. The the game screams. It just goes. Brah! I'm just like. I jumped out of my bed, fell on the floor. My mom comes rushing in. It was just like, are you alive? I was like, yes. Still looking down on the floor. I was just like, I am so ashamed this happened to me. I can't even in, get up. In theory, those are the best bits. But even besides like the meta, oh, it's fucking with you is the player type of thing. It also had like in-game effects. Like it would make it look like, oh, hey, this boss is here that you aren't supposed to beat. And you get far Oh, the walls him. turning into freaking human faces. Ah. I hate yeah. Eyes, it, like my my big thing is, you, if you put see, eyes Ryan. where they're not I supposed to be. Messes with me. Yeah. You put eyes on a hand. You put see. eyes on the back of a hand. And you're a pan's labyrinth fan. Oh God, yeah. Hmm. You um. Here's the thing. I wouldn't, Ryan. I wouldn't make you like play Silent Hill two alone. I wouldn't. I wouldn't wish that on you. I would definitely have you play 
uh, Eternal Darkness alone. Ideally. Because it's not, well, it is scary. It has its scary bits and it definitely has its creepy bits. It is an action adventure horror game. It's it's so fun. It's very fun. It's got the cool, like almost Tomb Raider-esque type of puzzles and, and tomb exploration type of things while still being really creepy and really scary because everything in it is kind of, it's like witness protection Lovecraft. And it's the, got every and element the other of Lovecraft. Thing about the, just all the names are changed. Yeah. Well, the other another weird thing about the game is is it doesn't screw with you the same way in two different plays. Like you can have the exact same as animator, you can play with the exact same character. I've still heard people tell me some of the stuff the game did to them that never happened to me, and I'm just like, okay, how can I make that happen? And almost like <laughs> almost like Silent Hill Shattered Memories, which yeah. is the only recently made Silent Hill game I've I've enjoyed, hmm. even though it was a complete. I look at it as a complete and utter reimagining because it's like, oh, that's supposed to be Sybil and that's supposed to be Dahlia. These are not yeah. those characters because a, a, a continuity hooker such as myself is like, no, that's not right. That's not Just it. say never read the comics. Oh, no. I, I Well, to be honest, they're not bad. They're just not accurate. That's how I feel about all the later Resident Evil games is they're not bad. They're just not Resident Evil at all. Yeah, they should have made another series. That was yeah. That's why I feel that's what they wanted to do. (laughs) Now I want to I want to bring up a side side one. Unless you have more Eternal Darkness stuff, it's good. It's good. Play it. It's good. I I love that game. I played it with my mother a lot. She she she, her and I would sit and play, and she would usually play, and I would sit and watch and help her and tell her what to do and stuff. And yeah, mama. And she would uh. She was always she always enjoyed the insanity effects a lot. Yeah, uh, they're fun. Yeah, it was a good time, but um. Recently, I was listening about uh, Resident Evil. Um, I can't remember. I think it's Umbrella Corp, which is a first. Which in or- oh, the shoot, sounds the, great. The, the on the rail shooter. So, yeah, no, not, are... not the on the rails one. That was, oh, that's a, it's Umbrella the rainbow. Zero. Yeah, it's yeah, the rainbow one. Um, this apparently one, people are rejecting not, the idea of it, but it sounds it's not really cool. Rainbow. It's Rainbow Six esque, um, but it's well, it's not branded. Um, so what it is is for those who don't know, is it's a. I mean, in essence, it seems to be a squad based shooter. You know, third or first person, kind of like Rainbow Six. But in Resident Evil with zombies in as the neutral party. So you'll be like running around and you can be like, oh, I'm going to kill the guy that I see across the room. But if your gun's loud, all the zombies in the room might attack you and kill you in return. Or do you throw a grenade at him to alert them to them? But maybe that's not enough time. Maybe he's going to shoot you in the meantime. So it adds this kind of neutral party that is a huge threat. And I think that could create some really interesting and really compelling experiences especially after seeing what like rainbow six siege did with the new new kind of shooting mechanics destructible environments and neutral parties i think that could be i could you could you could grab a genre by the balls if you you did that right hmm. I, I, but, I, but it actually does go to the action thing that you were that we were talking about before it does sound that like does a, yeah, yeah no it's not more horror it was more just a shot a, a, a thing i was thinking about but um well, i mean last of us did that I mean, the, so, the zombies were. So yeah, let's let's talk Last of Us then for a second. Did you play Last of Us? No, but I watched it. Well, you watched. Okay, so that was a really interesting game in the sense that it did skirt that really really good um, line of survival and action horror. Mm-hmm. In some parts, it really spoke to me survival horror, but it almost was a little bit too grounded in reality and not grounded in just atmospheric. But, but we're not. We're more talking tension. like like let's hear here talk about like the difference between action and horror here for their survival. Practical. It was. It was very practical, and and well, that's. I mean, that's with the claustrophobia, with the with the lack of resources. I mean, the whole. It's thing... It's trying to bring realism in the sense of instead that's of. That's why it's hard. It kind of blurs the line. Instead of being a a closed off environment, it wants to be so real that it's closed off. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? That you're it's, like, it's, yeah. it's so 
it's so vast and empty. Like you're still, it's not a, it's not a sandbox type game, but it's so vast and empty that you feel closed in. Yeah. You feel, you feel alone is more. And you have, yeah. 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 Integral, like, like I won't go into like clock tower or anything like that, but like in Silent Hill, obviously you're one of the only people. There's always right. one or two other people kind of hanging around in various places that you don't get to access all the time, but you're going into either like hell arguably or your own mind or some other kind of like dimensional thing that's just your own personal torment in resident evil there's usually other characters that you get to interact with but like with with the mansion or in code veronica or in any other of the resident evil games you always end up going farther down and it's something that you're quite alone in and that's that's kind of always been, to me at least, the integral part of that genre is feeling isolated, is feeling cut off from the rest of the world and feeling cut off from any kind of real world concern. Correct. And that's something that, that's the only survival horror aspect I think that was missing in The Last of Us because you're always out among others and get to see them not in always some form or another. and the thing is there are, yes and there are breaks in between that but a lot of the levels the did really with isolate the, with the fireflies and the military and just all the other people are what breaks that for but, me but 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 the thing the difference being what's the difference between a bad soldier and a zombie they're still trying to kill you i mean you're still surviving it's true but i mean then that's any attacked. other game you know you're fighting eh, people or you're fighting an yes opposing and, team you yes know? and no a lot of the times it's it's on somewhat equal it's grounds it's not an un understanding the whole point of like your enemies usually in a survival horror game is they have no humanity or no sympathy for what you are or what you stand for or who you are or anything like that it's like there's something completely different there's something you could not possibly reason with or even identify with yeah like in Battlefield or Battlefront, the Star Wars game, like, you know, they're an opposing force. They're opposing people. They're opposing soldiers. Like, even if you don't ever they're get the chance. They're a known quantity. You're saying it, If you it's don't the ever get the chance to interact with them, you at least know what they are and who they are. They're similar to you. That's kind of the difference. It's the fear of the unknown is what you're saying makes a survival horror. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, the I'm fear of mystery. I didn't and gather that up already, being, but yeah. Being unaware. Yeah, because yeah. I was about to say, like, wouldn't it introducing like those kinds of people just make the game all that much more scary because you're have you still have to fight yourself and that you have to fight other humans that's that's the whole idea with um with especially the silent hill games because resident evil you're still fighting a physical enemy you're mm. still it's it's an enemy that has no humanity left that's the whole point of the t-virus is it mutates whatever it gets a hold of beyond the point of reason mm -hmm. but in silent hill but they you still you still you kill your enemy and it's gone in silent hill you kill your enemy and it's not gone it <laughs> still comes back that's the whole point is it's all in your head and you do fight yourself in silent hill but it's not a reasonable other human it's like in james's case like his embodied horribleness like the evil within himself becomes embodied in monsters and pyramid head and stuff like that I think one of the key differences can easily just be summarized in the fact that the difference between Resident Evil, Silent Hill, to uh, The Last of Us is just the apocalyptic theme. Yeah. yeah. Where you associate anything apocalyptic, you know, it's a barren world, but there still could be survivors in which you have to case, you have to deal with bad humans. Well, that's going with um, what, we were, what we stated before about uh, Fallout. Uh, Fallout, like, I think one of, the, one of the scariest things that I've ever played in a video game is going into the Gary Vault. Because you know, I just keep on hearing Gary, 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 and you're just like, what the hell is up with these people? And then you're reading the the, the storyline, you're finding out what 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 happened to each vault, 
um, that is not survival horror in any in any way shape or uh, in any way shape or form. But it is it horror. Messes sci-fi with you. horror. Sci-fi horror. Yeah, it's the same. Uh, well, you know what? Actually, it's a good um, metaphor or from the movies that are going to this alien series. Yeah, the very first alien, very first alien. There was only one alien. They were all dealing with it. They were dealing with the with the. Uh, uh, the one xenomorph, the chestbuster. Yeah, they, they were dealing with the one, and that was uh, just like a regular horror. That was a horror movie set in space. The second one, it was a horror action, uh, one of the greatest movies of all time. James Which Cameron's tends best. Which to be how these things progress. Yeah. It starts yeah. out classical horror, and then it becomes as as people, as the fans and the characters in the movie become more knowledgeable and more comfortable with the conflict. It becomes more action. Well, actually, and less I, horror. I, I didn't even think about this until horror, I was saying it. Because horror, I guess, it, would involve exclusively the unknown. Well, well think about it though, well, especially Resident Evil. Resident Evil. One claustrophobic, one area, everything like that. Mm-hmm. Two, you're facing multiple. You're you're going through all that. Yeah, you're having to deal with um, the tyrant, which is the, the same thing as the alien queen. Part three, you're dealing resurrection. You mean uh, nemesis? Uh, uh, nemesis, yeah, yeah. eventually. Um, part three, you're you're they're they're dealing with um, uh, Ripley Ripley coming back and being the clone and the queen. Well, yeah, the the queen Leon, uh, nemesis, if you will. Part four, you're actually dealing with two people in 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 res, in uh, aliens. You're dealing you're, well. You skip one for five. You're dealing with two people in there with with the person. Well, actually, no, still works for four. You're dealing with two people. That Ripley is having to save the other little girl. So it actually does mirror each other in a way. And I'm not even going to go into aliens versus predator because that's a whole <laughs> other story. <laughs> that's a different thing entirely. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, we'll have Resident Evil versus Silent Hill, and I don't know when that when Dear that will God. happen. <laughs> so well, then since we're on the subject, let's break this down to to the purest form we can there are two things we're talking about here survival and horror what what do we think makes because i think let's start with horror because that's easy i think scary shit it's not scary shit i think it's because if you're gonna go scary shit you could go with yeah you could go with mortal combat so, so here let me let me put it this way what <laughs> made survival. Wh- here's here's what here i'll give you my opinion and i'm gonna lead you with leading questions is um, oh boy i know um what's the difference between big difference between resident evil 3 and 4 besides the action in in plot wise, plot wise, plot. they build up the hero too much. Okay, how about in Resident Evil Four? They build up the, the hero too the much. The antagonist in one, two, and three versus the four. antagonist is too vague in four. The I, antagonist see, is very clear in three. See who's the antagonist in three? Umbrella and the zombies in general. That's so, the thing. There's not a there's not a little Napoleon man pulling all the strings. But in, in four, three. there is. Yeah. In four, there is. That's what I'm saying. There's not a little pulling man. In three, there is uh, multiple things at work. There yeah. is an umbrella corporation that you're trying to fight, and there is their fuck up that they're trying to fight, and you're trying to fight at the same time that has no allegiance. So they're what, just there to fuck everyone up. So what I was trying to get at was it, what what I feel when it, when I when I need to define something as horror as opposed to just difficult or startling or scary is the the still the unknown quantity in the sense that you're fighting something that doesn't necess won't wouldn't sit down at a table and negotiate with you in any sh- yeah. way, shape, or form. That's Zombies won't. Umbrella might. Umbrella might Umbrella be like, look, will. well, yeah, they'll sit down and talk. If well, you have the right people. Again, but zombies won't. If you don't have hunk with you, they will. And so in four, you went from this 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 set loose virus that was really 
not being steered by anybody and just kind of a, a well, it was a, a fuck up it was i know but what i'm saying it was just it was a force of nature in itself yeah so so much like when ghosts are you're like i can't help a ghost because i don't know what the its problem is or a monster or anything you know unless you're, like, you're a witcher I can't ne- yeah unless you're a witcher <laughs> i can't help you i can't do any i can't negotiate with you the only thing that's you're gonna hurt me or scare me or fight me i i don't know what the hell or i can me. do yeah anything so when you then then you come to any other game that has say the same survival aspects, but the difference is you're against, for example, Resident Evil Four. You're against an individual who is using these things for a cause. You have a, a an enemy, a focused enemy. Because Las Plagas is freaky. And they are, and they're crazy. Itself. But but it, they're more just creepy. They're more focused. Yeah, they're but they're focused. There's a goal. There's an idea. So I think the horror really stems from the fear of not knowing what's going on in the story and world around you and how you not necessarily you're not necessarily supposed to be the main strongest person. You're supposed to you're you're falling into something you can't deal with. And that's what I think brings horror to the forefront. Could it also it be that the further you are away from any point of humanity? Yes. Like cuz you as the player are the central point in humanity. Anything further from that? Eventually I'm, I'm horror. with you there because that's always been. I mean, we covered the isolation aspect, but it's like uh, well, on the same point. Uh, then how about Dead Rising? Dead, Ri- Dead, Dead Rising is Dead a little Ri- too so, parody. And, and it, yes, it is. And then and because uh, I, I played Dead Rising is great. It's just a little too silly. Did you play through all of Dead Rising? I played um, uh, one, and I played two rebooted. I think it was called. But so. The problem, so the two problems I have with calling Dead Rising horror are one, it's it's you have your it can be like parody you're horror, you're too able horror. to fight, you're too capable. They you're they too, they uh they arm you too well. Yeah, you're you you are meant to be the predator, obviously, in this scenario. And in you're most the prey horror, in a survival horror. Yeah, game. you're the prey. You're not supposed to be the predator, okay. and it's clear in Dead Rising. The other thing is Dead Rising did come down to. It was by design. It wasn't. It wasn't an accident. That it was. It was a weapons test. Well, now, now I'm thinking sort of. like, okay, so if you're gonna do a crossover, Dead Rising and Resident Evil, since they are open. open hey, they the might people. as well nowadays. Yeah, because yeah. well, they've thrown the horror aspect. I think that's out of what it. Left 4 Dead is. That's pretty much as close as you're going to get because yeah. they're no longer the predator. They're the prey. They're obviously being eaten. They're, they're, they're being hunted constantly and just oppressed. But they're Dead, still armed to deal with it. They are. But, but in Dead Rising, you have the freedom to run around. You can do kind of whatever you want. You obviously are the strongest person there. In, in Dead, in Dead um, oh, we're talking Dead Rising. Yeah. yeah, I always thought we were talking Dead Island. Still, all of that <laughs> no, still applies. Glenn, still the same applies. thing still yeah, applies. Most of it actually still Everything applies. still applies. Yeah. Um, Dead Rising, the plot was a little different, but Dead Rising again was more parody and silly. And again, you were obviously the predators. You could run around, kill almost everything. In Dead Le- Left for Dead, you are running. You are scared. You are the the goal is not to kill every zombie. The goal is to get to the survival area to right. to live. And that and that's what it comes down to a lot of the time. I think is the the feel of your goal. So. Cool. You know, yeah. is it pure survival or are you just trying to run around and kill a bunch of zombies, get points, and save people? You know, that's it's a not really. Both. No, no, that's Dead Rising. Oh, that's Dead Rising almost... Two and Dead Island and you Dead have Rising. Your daughters. So. Yeah, that one's that one's you very interesting. Hill too. No, Dead Rising Two. Oh, and Dead Rising Two. Yeah. Oh. You have your daughter. You're trying to. Resident she's Evil. she got bitten and you're trying to give her the you're care with zombie. Oh, zombies. Yeah. That's part two. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, it was like what we said last time. I just want to specify this. So. We were talking about like the origins of survival horror, yeah. and yeah. Uh, one of the things that I brought up uh, last time, and I did do a double check on this because I was, did want to um, check it. Uh, the the very first uh, uh, survival horror game was actually called Zombie. 
And ironically, uh, the remake is the one on the Wii U. The iZombie. Zombie. The, yeah, the iZombie. I want to try that one. It looks the very zombie. The original zombie one actually came out for the ZX Spectrum, um, released in Europe, never came to the States. It was actually supposed to be based off Dawn of the Dead. You mm. had to... You had four characters and the in objective a mall? in a mall. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And your object and your uh, objection or not ob- objective. Sorry. Your objective was uh, you had four characters and you had to first uh, get Hold get it. off get off the uh, get out of the mall by uh, using a helicopter. In order to do so, you had to round all the zombies into a freezer, have one of your characters protected, and if any of your characters died, they became zombies, and you did get to see their zombie form. The wow. the, the like game Resident Evil outbreak almost. Yeah, it yeah. actually was. Um, it was actually designed by the same pe- the um, well, not the same people, but it was actually the, the, the basis. Team? Yeah, the same basis, oh. and um, it was actually the very first one. I highly recommend if anybody has an emulator to try it because if you're an American, you've never um, had the opportunity. And I lived in Germany at the time. That was my very oh. first Jeez. one. Thank God my parents did not know what a zombie was. <laughs> <laughs> wow, remember the days when not every single person in America knew what a zombie was? Oh, you, you want to hear the weird? It's almost thing. like the movies that zombies. Right. Were in. Like okay. So everybody on the table, what was the actual thing that actually scared you when you were a kid or scared you in the game? Chucky? That purple dude from some old like children's show. Grimace? Grimace? No, not Grimace. It was like some teenager horror show, but it was a purple dude. I don't fucking remember. How about one you can remember? Barney. (laughs) Barney. Really? No, no, I was saying Barney, not Barney for me. We just name a purple things for you. <laughs> yeah, oh, the God. purple Barney tentacle purple from. <laughs> he had like a hat and a trench coat. So one of our viewers says it. Yeah, Pennywise. that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, crazy. The thing is crazy, scary. What scared it. me? Um, it was Resident Evil's director's cut, because yeah. my, like before that, I, I wasn't really influenced by any like scary movies. But uh, one time, my mom's coworker lent the game to us. Okay. And I was playing alone. Well, actually, I was with my brother. I was in a cardboard box and it was completely dark and I'm like, I want to say I was like 10 or something. I don't remember when it first came out. Um, I just want to say your voice is very relaxing and it sounds like you're about to jump scare us. No, no, no. <laughs> Rigo has a soothing yeah. voice. <laughs> I'm just saying it's like, yeah. no, no, but like, <laughs> I don't know, for like years after that, I would have to sleep with the covers over my head and I was afraid to open the back door. Yeah. Oompa Loompas <laughs> from... You know, that's right. I forgot paper. about that. Oompa Loompa is oh, interesting. So, okay, so let's. Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. We got one more. I, I, well, you didn't <laughs> answer. Go on. We went what around in a circle. Go ahead, Ryan. What were you afraid of? Oh. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I used. There used to be the Skateland that I would go to, out. and Skateland's had arcade games, and there was this one that was like a really crazy little dark carnival thing where the skeleton with the jester hat was like, "Ooh, play the game if you did." That shit was scary. <laughs> The Fair shit enough. was scary. I don't remember what it's called. Maybe Dark Carnival. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Fair enough. My favorite Martian, where they gave that lady the, the <laughs> pill that turned her into a monster. That scared uh, me. Well, for me, it was it was actually very very simple, and my and my parents will never let me forget it. I was not afraid of Chucky. I Chucky, kidding. I actually, I, I actually named a Cabbage Patch doll Chucky and actually got suspended from school for it. No, nice. uh, that's another long story. Um, <laughs> but uh, the only thing that scared, I, I loved. Uh, I loved Pinhead, loved Freddy, even got the glove and everything like that. The only thing that scared me, and I was way ahead of my time, uh, boys should be scared of this thing, but no one realized they should have been scared of at the time, and it was Michael Jackson. 
Thriller <laughs> scared the crap out of me every effing time. I would wow. run out of the room Fair for enough. Thriller. And, and my mom was just like, how do you love Freddy? I was like, he Freddy just, will protect me from Michael Jackson. He just knows. <laughs> Fair enough. Miguel, Miguel is... is it's the powers. So, so anyways, your, your, your direction, sir. Yeah, I was attempting. I have a few, few things. Well, first off, um, one of our viewers, and we did talk about this last time on our last episode, but I want to talk about it again is The Walking Dead has been both the game and the show uh, yeah. and the comic has been a big pusher of compelling. the horror and the zombie. It's compelling. It's not horror. It's, it's compelling. Well, the, 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 it's compelling. I would argue the comic is a horror comic. Sure. It is. Um, I would argue I that the show that. is a horror-esque show. No, it's compelling. It's a drama. We have different opinions. They're allowed to have different opinions. I think one it's, is right. I think it. I think it is. But um, the games—they're not really horror. The Telltale games. The Telltale Let's games. Real. Let's be specific. Yeah, no, none of those yeah, first-person shooter. I'm Daryl with a crossbow. Um, the or the Telltale mobile game. <laughs> so that game's we like eighty-five percent of off they right came out now. With the, they came out with a mobile mobile game. There's been ads of it. You said everywhere. the M word. Oh. Mobile. I mean, technically, no. technically, the Walking Dead Telltale game was on all mobile systems. It was on Android and iOS. So no, no, no. They haven't like an exclusively mobile game. Mm-hmm. All right, I remember. Yeah, yeah. But so, Telltale, Telltale games. I've played through uh, about half of the first one. Has anybody else played? I've played, gone through the whole game. You played through all. I three? played for both. So you played one and both. two. So, uh, as an interpretation of the series, have you have you either of you consumed the comics? Yes, okay. I actually um, went through the first three volumes thanks to my friend Art, which uh, he loves those things. Personally, I never, I never, I don't think um, zombies, uh, the zombie genre, is that scary anymore. It's not traditionally no. scary. I mean, anymore. It's not. It doesn't have that traditional. Well, if you look fear. at them in a realistic sense, you should be ashamed if you get killed by one. Unless of Unless they're twenty eight days later. Yeah. Well, now nah, they're not twenty eight days later in The Walking Dead. They're still the slow shambling. Turtles. It depends on this the universe. Okay. But okay, I, ha- I have to say this to you, Sarah. You know what The Walking Dead is, right? Yeah. What? Well, it's the. the- Yes, it's yeah. the people who still. I'm talking the about people, the zombies. The, the, the people are scary. The what they're willing to do to stay alive is scary. It's not yeah. the zombies. We all heard Rick say the thing. <laughs> Rick, yeah. say the thing. Say the thing. We We're are gonna, the we, Walking Dead. We are the one. Yeah. So, oh, the thing. That, the thing. The thing. Yeah. The thing. Where they say he the s- name of the he show. Said he said it. He said it. He said the thing. He said the thing. Oh. So, um, yeah. So, so I, I played through the first two, and I'm gonna play eventually when I have a rainy day or I'm bored. I'll play through the rest. Um. What you look like? You want to say something? Am I crazy? Not I'm yet. crazy. I'm waiting. I, so, so um, what it's I brought fine. away from them was was they and again I'm I you got to stop saying they they give the illusion of choice and they they bring that that tension that you um, want to experience not not voyeuristically but as um, a participant when you when you see a lot of games you're like or a lot of movies and horror you're like don't go in that room or yeah hit him with the thing or do you know you get some of those choices. And in the end, they don't really affect the outcome all the time in the sense that the overarching theme doesn't change a lot. I know a lot of who he's alive or she's alive or this kid or, you know, something else. Somebody's missing an arm, whatever. But overall, it really stays along the same plot and it doesn't affect it. I do like how you say missing an arm or whatever. You know, it does make a difference if you have an arm or not. (laughs) No, 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 no. I mean, but in that game and the series and the comics, people have lost arms, legs, feet, Fingers, prevent, prevent yeah, infection. to prevent infection. So, so you know, I mean, it's technically it's, spoilers for the one first one, or for every zombie movie in the world, Kinda. or the Walking Dead movie, game, and comic book series where it happens to everybody all the time. But either way, everybody so, dies. Everybody, dies. everybody loses a limb. Everybody dies. So <laughs> you, you get a, a missing limb. limb. You, you get lose a, a limb. limb. 
Everybody, um, look under your seats. Um, we we just had somebody join the chat and named Mega Man eight three one three who just jumps and says hi. Hey girl, is Metal Gear Solid Five a game I should buy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay, so back to our topic. So, <laughs> here's, here's have a good day, sir. To, yes, have a great time with Metal Gear Solid Five. I guarantee you will. Um, at any rate, like, so lately, who here can name a game that has been genuinely survival horror? Banjo Kazooie. Well, obviously, but I mean, besides the obvious, like something that's not indie. But has come out that is survival horror, like in the past, like four or five years. Yeah, the, almost the, every survival horror has been indie. Yeah, the the so, problem is uh, that the hey, the time has passed. How many yeah. people have played Evil Within? See, the thing is, that's not. It is survival horror. Oh, it's it's so, up for debate. Yeah, I, I know. saw it at E3. I was not impressed. If that's I the thing, it. and that's the problem. Is <laughs> that game was a good survival horror game, not a great survival horror game. Good, good game. I like it a lot, but it, it doesn't. It it's a, it, it's it phases in and out. Here's it the does. Thing. It has genuine survival horror moments it has very 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 you're helpless you're at the mercy of whatever inhuman unreasonable sarah's about to smaller her mic and to the, i will i'll do it as she's supposed to. that's the only way she sounds decent you should listen oh you should see me no um but no it has moments that are genuinely survival horror that's why i love it i love it i love it it's a great game you should play it if you like scary games because it's amazing it's fun the uh the um it's like an updated scarier almost Resident Evil because it's Shinji Mikami who's amazing um, he's the one who said he's the one who lost faith like in in current survival horror he said they're all action there's no real survival horror games anymore and he made Evil Within which is both pandering to the action lovers and is so scary and so genuinely disturbing yeah, it, that it satisfies me it's got it's a really so good psychological good. complaint it's got it's got a good mix of combat it's got a it's a little heavy on the combat in the sense that yeah. there are a lot of areas that you get stuck on only because you can't beat a big guy with a stick or you can't beat this giant yeah. wave of 10 guys. That shouldn't be your your stopping point with survival horror games. No, in my opinion. It, it has been for me. With you the know, older games, really? it has been. Uh, never yeah, with headbutt me. with a safe. It might just be because I'm bad, but it has See, been. See, for me, it's always been it's always been figuring stuff out and, and, and figuring out the puzzle. And I always think survival horror games should be less about the, the skill of the player instead of, and should be more about the intelligence and ingenuity of the it's player. It's been a, a unique balance between having there be actual danger holding you back or just making you feel like there's danger holding what do you, you think, back when there actually isn't. Do you think with the new um, Oculus Rift, when based on oh. the, the, what you guys have played, do you yep. think there's a, a really good chance of a good survival horror? I think from that? it's Extremely. too good. It's Extremely. too good. It is. It's so good. Scary. I might not be able to play what they put out on it. Just because I've had... I. I'm probably exaggerating here, but like I've had... I'm, I'm a survival horror fiend. I've had many, many dreams that are like silent hill or otherwise scary game oriented like one was randomly just like oh run down this hallway and you jump into the bathroom and suddenly this this giant horrible monster is trying to claw their way through and like making noise and it's scary was it a rubber poop monster it was not but oh, i'm it. sorry i wanted to do dogma anytime like uh, that's that's the weird thing about like like dreaming the thing Suddenly, I hate it. I wake up for like the first hour that I'm awake. I'm like, I don't like it anymore. I won't play any of these games because that was so scary. I hate it. But like the thought of being lucid and awake and having an actual headset that that simulates reality of the horror situation on my head. I don't know what to expect. I haven't really done. I've done the the, the random on the Oculus. Um, we have some like um, horror. The horror um, simulator. Uh, haunted house style games in the Oculus. And they're, and they're creepy to be creepy. sure. 
They're just the the scraping the top of the iceberg. Yeah, to but be yeah, they are. But in that, but but I will say, I believe that that ele- that level of um, they're what almost is too the word? much. No, no, no. Yeah, but the specific thing. It has the thing. potential to be when too you much. cut off your senses. Um, what's that sensory word? Sensory deprivation. Sen- there's so much sensory deprivation visibly, which which we, as we all know, while well, sound and everything else is great. Our eyes are the things that's why we're so scared of the game, darkness. You can just you know? look around. You can like, look around. You have a peripheral vision when you're in the Oculus. You have no peripheral vision. Everything's in the thing, and you're you you really, and that's why it makes you sick. Is because you genuinely your brain believes you're there. That's why when you're looking at the television, it can usually shake unless you're really close and staring real intent. It can shake all you want or whatever, and it won't, won't make you sick. But your brain in the Oculus thinks you. Oh, this is what I these eyes are seeing, and 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 you, it, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna cause a few heart attacks. See, the, the thing for me is, like, what you were saying before, sensory deprivation, but for me, it's always sound. Like, I always think sound... Well, we play with the yeah, with the yeah, headphones on. Yeah, yeah, no, That's no, what but, does but, it. Yeah, I know, but the, 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 way, the way it happens is, like, okay, the fact that I'm doing so many of the creepy little things in the background, and if, it's, if, it, if you think your, your, your uh, headphones or, or something's messed up, it has been me most of the time. Ryan's done a few. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and, and it messes up, it messes you up, and, and you know yeah, I'm doing it. You know, the do. funny thing is, last time, uh, he, he lost his crap. It was just like, what in the world is happening? Well, because Glenn's, yeah, the, one listening. Glenn's the one <laughs> listening like to, to the it. feedback so, on his headphones. But I always think, I always think like, uh, the, the, after, the, the, the side effects, the after effects the being able to like just creep someone out on a on a level is always come from sound you can have all the light in the world but if you hear things that you don't anticipate i think it actually does more to you well and it's interesting i was talking with uh i was talking with a friend of mine the other day and we were talking about um creepy shut the fuck up we were we were talking about creepypastas but he mentioned to me that they're an art form. <laughs> true, I love those. A true art form. I like creepypastas too. Um, he was talking about how there's possibly this this sound that uh, this this specific vibration that that can come from uh, certain air conditioning units that fucks with your head. Huh. Um, and it's already kind of been proven. Is that why the AC unit in a brand little toaster was a fucking nut? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I'm just I don't curious. Know. It's called. Thank like you, the, John Lovitz, for voicing it's that. It's called yeah. like the red noise or something. And the um, brown. Sorry, I'm not going there. The brown note. The brown note. The brown note. Um. But no. Thank you, so, Trey and Mark Parker. And it's already been proven that uh, certain sound waves can really fuck with your head, like binaural beats and stuff. But yeah, in um, in uh, in injection, that's the premise of the first arc. Is like, oh, there's this stone that's supposedly, according to lore, if you hit it a certain way, does a vibration makes people go insane. Yeah. So yeah. so stuff like that can like you know kind of fuck you up and and so playing games like that on the Oculus where your sound your you're only wearing these huge headphones and this like VR headset and all you've got is like that certain tone in your ears. What's to stop you from just going completely fucking insane in that game? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Survival horror. Survival uh. horror. So, um, survival horror. Survival horror. Survival horror. Survival, survival horror. So, um, let's let's go. Let's hit a couple quick games and our thoughts on them. Uh, how about that? I, I think that would be fun. We got a few more minutes. So, um, who's played Dead Space? There you go. I watched you play some. How much? I played a, bit, a little bit. You played a little. How much? All did you play? three. All three. All the way through. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. So, what do you think for a survival horror game? Uh, it has the same issue with Resident Evil Silent Hill where it started off as pretty solid horror, moved on to action. So, do you think A, that was by design, and B, it was appropriate and right for the series? Do you think it's a product of marketability? Or do you think it's the evolution of the character and the plot? I, th- I think 
there's so many questions i know um, true. i'm sorry I, I think like the other series like resident evil Silent hill it's just something that's part of the genre in general like when you want to sell these games you have to make it feel like the player has more control over time just Nowadays. as a selling point um but then again with the the market with you know call of duty and all that other stuff you know people want to have more action um but what was what was another question? The question was: Is did you think that it that it was a product of the people wanting it, or did you think it was more the design, the, the design yeah. by design in the sense that right? It was it was kind of a mix of both between the competition, between just how horror linearly they go from horror to like action. Yeah, um, I I just I thought it was a really interesting arc of the series for Isaac as a character because he kind of went from that first one of it's this really unknown scary thing and he's learning and he's fighting back with tools and barely what he can and you know getting scraping by, by scraping yeah. by the second one is him being kind of thrust into that scenario again and just kind of being like okay I gotta deal with this and get away get away get away with, I'll, I'll almost give them with, with any series like the oh it's this same character experiencing the scary thing again and then feeling more empowered and feeling more prepared like Leon but look at and, and Leon, and you can almost make the same argument for Leon mm-hmm. and make the same argument for Jill and Claire and all those folks. But And that's why I think they skipped around from character to character. And for instance, in Silent Hill, <laughs> you never play as the same character I, I, just, I just find it hilarious that you mentioned Jill in there because Jill was one of the most... Jill got well, she's hot shit. so hard. Yeah, she's, she's Yeah, character. but she is hot shit by Silent Hill 3. Or Silent Hill 3. Fucking Resident Evil 3. She's hot shit suddenly. She's got all this shit unlocked. But that that is actually a good point as to why Silent Hill, you never play as the same character twice. You always play a new character pretty much, except for like three almost, not really. Yeah. And and so it's scary. It's the same degree of scary supposedly every time. But I was I was going to say when you brought up the whole Isaac thing and how he's returning to the same thing. Does that work with like Jurassic Park? Does Doctor Grant is is it less scary because Doctor Grant has dealt with it before? It was less scary for him. He handled it much for better him. when they approached. Did he not approach next time with a yeah, lot I guess less he did fear and a caution? A little better. He, yeah, he even gave instructions. Well, exactly. I don't know if it was three, but like he told people. Yeah, he, he did. He did. It was it was experience and everything. Yeah, so fair enough. I, I think I think okay, that, that's Ian Malcolm. Oh, he did. He did. He did. I, I think that's so. There's just something to but be yeah, said. Yeah, that was actually a good point that I missed, and it also explains Resident Evil too. A little. As far as like experience, character progression, also. Yeah, but Claire, directly. that was the first time Claire ever dealt with it. Yeah. That's yeah. why it was still kind of. Two is my favorite Resident Evil game. That's the best. Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, that's pretty. What I thought was really interesting like with uh, Dead Space 2, it had that multiplayer, which never the, really. Yeah, the adversarial one, which was fun mechanically, really, but it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't big. It wasn't big. But it seemed like it it made the perfect lead into number three. You're like, oh, they worked on this multiplayer function and now yeah. they actually have it as a co-op. It came, the, the co-op was what brought the third one together mm-hmm. in the sense that um, you you evolved from this thing that was all about isolation and escaping and you, you're kind of, instead of changing, instead of being another, like running from the horror, you were approaching it because you had as a, the plot, you had a reason yeah, to, yeah. and you did it with other people in it. And while you regularly got isolated and scary and scary things happened, they, they brought the horror from a different direction, from the psychological direction of that you're crazy. And that if you were even playing co-op, you, certain characters you would see and hallucinate things the other character wouldn't. 
and and that would give like you this really narrator. this exactly this really real fear of what was that well, i didn't see it like what do you mean you didn't see it what, and even the characters talk about yeah it even the characters too. say it too they're like what did you see that thing like no well, it's like, like in silent hill 3 when you finally get to talk to father vincent yeah and he's like you're like oh these monsters he's like they look like monsters to you yeah like that's the biggest mind that is a huge mind almost, yeah, it was a fun mind in almost the whole series people are like wait Wait. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait a second. And they don't really address it again after that, no. which is interesting. And um, they never addressed it again. And they never talked about it again. One thing I wanted to kind of segue was so nowadays, take like Resident Evil 5 or 6 or Silent Hill Downpour or Homecoming or eh, Origins wasn't that bad. But you, you kind of, you're like, this is tired. They're getting tired. They're getting kind of, eh. And especially, I have a whole giant just just beef to flip with Silent Hill. Oh, God, I think it was not Homecoming. Might have been Homecoming. The one with the dude. Or the one that brought back Pyramid Head, quote unquote. Yeah, which is homecoming. homecoming. Which was not Pyramid Head. It was Triangle Head. Because it was the one from the movie. Right. You know the difference, Miguel, right? Yes. You, oh, high five me. Thank you. <laughs> you know the fucking difference. Is there is a big difference between the pyramid head they chose to portray in the movie, which I understood for the movie. They wanted to stylize it. They wanted to make it a little bit more iconic right. looking, I guess. Definitely. It was not the same model and not the same monster is in because silent hill 2 it wouldn't make any sense yeah as far as the character why he, well, he would show up not even origin wise i'm not yeah. even talking about like origin wise i'm talking about just looking at him he's a different model like the the movie they've got him ending in a point in the game he was a he was a more of a four-sided he ended in a rectangle but it was still a pyramid head at the top i would still say silent hill even though even with the mistakes that was in for the movie mm-hmm. The Silent Hill movie was still one of the better oh, yeah. video game movies. No, ever it was made. actually good. It was like they got a lot of really key elements wrong, like with how how um, Alessa's mom was actually the leader of the cult instead right. of an outcast, and how they were satanic and not Christian or, or whatever they were against the devil or whatever. They were kind of still trying to raise the devil was their god. Well, the, the well, but here's the thing, and this is why I accepted the Silent Hill movie versus like Resident freaking Evil. Hey, um, fight hey. me. <laughs> Make me call a guilty pleasure. They're not good no, by any means, uh, oh but god. you know. Prison break. Anyway, um, <laughs> at, at least uh, I looked at it as each person in Silent Hill, regardless of what occurs to that person, the, the story goes to the person who is coming in. Yeah. So even though the her her status changed her status changed because of the mentality of the person so you could recreate you the ghosts that they have are there but the recreation of those ghosts goes to the mentality of the creator yeah so it's true the the movie was oh sorry Ryan go Go ahead I just just wanted to say I I love Silent Hill the movie I think it's one of the one of the coolest things I had ever seen it's awesome the second one though don't (laughs) watch it It I'm gonna take a brief moment wait the second Silent Hill movie the second Silent Hill movie is the worst piece of garbage I have ever okay but that's only if you try to take it seriously have you I just yeah we won't talk about that was I supposed to not take it seriously because the first one I was like oh my god this is fucking cool the second one's like what the fuck is this so so like the first Silent Hill movie 
I, because uh, coming from a person as a child since I was very young, loved loved Silent Hill. When I heard a slight whisper that they were working on a movie, I was like, holy shit, what? Yeah. Like, this is before I'd been jaded to fuck over how Hollywood treats various properties like games or comics or anime or cartoons yeah, no, or whatever. The movie, the movie wasn't, like, great. I was, it was just fine. I was just like, holy shit, this is going to be amazing. And everything I heard about it was awesome. I saw the, when I first saw the big old trailer that they dropped with, uh-huh. like, the first time they ever showed Pyramid Head, even for a split second, I freaked the fuck out. I was like, oh my God, this is gonna be amazing. And I saw it. And while I, somewhere in my little elitist brain, I was like, oh, this is kind of wrong. I was like, this is still good. They got the monsters right. They got everything right. The concepts were a little wrong, but everything else was pretty true. It was all pretty true to the, the game and all of that. Um, I was not a fan of how later on when they decided to take the game away from Team Silent, not take it, I don't know who gave it up or who took it or what, Just but when, it. when the game decided to start, when, when they started, when Konami yes. decided Kay. to start having the game developed by Western developers, mm-hmm. um, it might not even be that the developers were Western in general, it might just be they didn't really know what they were doing. It almost seemed like, like Homecoming, for instance, almost seemed like a game that was made by fans who didn't quite know what they were doing. Like, they were like, oh, people like Pyramid Head. We should put Pyramid Head in there. I'm like, yeah. you don't understand. In the games, Pyramid Head is a manifestation uh, of James's but, guilt. And also, he doesn't look like the one in the fucking well, movie. It, it, but, but, here's, here's, but that's what they use. This is the problem, though. Um, whenever they do sequels, they need to bring in what what they thought was good in the previous and not it, since it, no, like four though that's but the thing that, that they happen, got that, that far. eventually that eventually happens to every game yeah so it's it's something that's you gonna, you that's die a hero or live long enough to see yourself yeah. become a villain pretty much well, or a bad game the thing that the thing that really got me about it was like i haven't played the silent hill games and i thought the first movie was you know it wasn't you know it was a pretty decent movie yeah it was it was all right it wasn't the best thing i'd ever seen in the world but i enjoyed it legitimately the second one though i couldn't follow the plot at all (laughs) it didn't make well because here's the thing that i will give the second movie credit for Mm. they were very good about random cheesy cheesy callbacks to the actual silent hill games as a silent hill old school fan i was like i see what you did there this movie is atrocious and you should just burn for making it but i see that little callback you did there like when heather opens up her birthday gift and it's that fucking vest i'm like oh yeah. don't put that on don't do that don't that you do it funny as but hell. like it's also funny because sean bean plays harry or god he's not harry they try to make him harry because i I blocked out a lot of it sean bean plays her dad sean bean plays heather's dad and kit harrington who is Jon snow in game of thrones Mm -hmm. plays father vincent with giant bold face quotes around it for those of you not turning in she 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 just did the hugest quotes in the world they were giant quotes like he he's supposed to be some high school pretty boy crush love interest but in the actual games, father vincent in the actual games father vincent's a giant creeper in the game who's a cult leader and stuff like that but anywho so let's wind down with our uh bad. trio of bad. uh of games that need to be discussed which is pt Allison Road and Silent Hills. So let's start with PT. No. Because. Uh, well, PT and Silent Hill actually come together. Yeah, those, so, those I yeah, think get lumped together. What? PT and Silent Hills get. That's uh, what I just said. my hat and yeah. pour one out. But. So let's start, let's start with, with PT because that led us to Silent Hills. Uh, we yeah. Huge, huge fans I of was, PT. I'm, I'm a jaded motherfucker. You all know that. I, I don't believe yep. that anything that's good will ever happen again. Probably not. At least not if it's from my youth. PT was the biggest 
it it pulled the the not just the survival horror fan and all hope for it, but the gaming and fan of anything in me just out from the grave, just drug it out. Well, it brought a lot of a lot of really interesting mechanics, like the lack of combat, which is very interesting. Um, the mystery around the release it of it for those who don't and it know, was a- and it was a, it was a pure experience, and it was a puzzle. It was yes. such a puzzle in the sense that. It was so different every time, and not necessarily in in little in big ways. It wasn't like oh, it's a left turn instead of right turn. Well, it it's was these tiny if Silent little Hill things. Silent Hill and Portal had a baby. Kinda, but uh, do you not find it more disconcerting when a tiny thing that you're maybe or maybe not sure of is different, or when something you're a hundred percent sure of is different? What do you mean? Well, say say you put you put you put um. You put $10 on the left side of the table and you leave and you come back and it's on the right side of the table. You're like, I could have put it on the right side of the table, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. As opposed to when you leave the room and you put $100 on the table and you come back and it's all gone. You know that it's gone, but you're not sure when you move it from the well, left to the right. in the first scenario you described, rather than my $100 being gone, when you say my 10 gets moved to the other side, it makes me feel like someone's fucking with me. And that's what I'm saying. But, 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 but do you sometimes not question if you're... The one that yeah, that's what complicates that feeling to exactly, be and makes I, it more interesting. And I think PT pushed a lot of yes. that feeling, and yes, I really appreciate that. PT, so. my final word on Rigo. Did you play that, Rigo? I thought you played it here. Or well, why? I didn't get to finish it. Oh uh, well, and I, I don't think I even experienced any of that. Oh well, we have PT, so I, I we should do that. So here's here's the deal. Here's the skinny. I'm gonna get this right out of the way. I'm gonna be doing another playthrough of this before the month is out. Just for funsies, I'll you, probably we'll probably post it somewhere. You could do it pre podcast, pre next podcast. I probably will. Yeah. Is you my should mic finish still on? until dawn though. Yeah, we'll do. Oh, we'll, we'll try do to that. Do that. We're getting there. We'll definitely do. It. Is my mic still on? Of I think course. I might have fucked with it. Okay, yeah, you're fine. I'm gonna be doing another playthrough of that. Stop bef- fucking with your mic. I'll fuck <laughs> before the month is out. And my final word on PT is it's the most sublime horror experience ever made, ever. Like yeah. ever. It's the perfect mix of being terrified and being uncomfortable because it doesn't put you in an alternate dimension where everything is blood and rust and all the doors are locked. It <laughs> it for a lot of the game is just things are pretty damn normal. You're just creeped out and don't know why or you're creeped out because of what's on the radio or you're creeped out because of this random sound or something like that. And it's the perfect blend of terrifying and and just beautiful, artistic horrificness, not wanting to proceed to see what's happening, but you're so compelled to see what happens next that you are. Wait, so and you don't open your doors using two statues and a golden medallion? That wasn't in PT, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, I and I, I have a, I have a thought about PT, and and this is, um, unfortunately, it's amazing. a flawed yeah. thought because it, it swings both ways, and Morgan brought it up too. Um, PT had some possible puzzles. So as a game in itself, nah. it was a little bit unreasonable to expect a person we to We did it. We did Without it. looking it up, we did No, it. we did not. Really? No, we did not. We beat it with assistance. Definitely, 120%. Yes, we Without had to look it up. Without the, the, the Jareth thing. Without the Jareth we thing, did we it. did it because it was a different voice at the beginning that we were saying. We were saying Lisa or whatever her name was and it eventually worked and I think it was just the recognition software just going with it. But um, I really do think it... Because you remember us, we sat there for 10, 15 minutes going... Lisa or whatever is it yeah, Lisa it was Lisa 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 you know we did that for a while you had to whisper her name we yelled it we did a lot of different things and we thought that was working until they figure out the real answer a couple weeks later but um I, 
it did have some impossible puzzles, but it also wasn't a game. It wasn't a purchased game. It was a playable t- trailer, playable teaser. That was the whole point. So well, yeah, having it an lasts impossible puzzle wasn't... about three hours at its, yeah. at its best. Yeah, so it didn't do super, super good. It um, did fucking amazing. It was just didn't overstay its welcome. Yeah. Like Portal. No, I agree. What I will say, <laughs> the, the the great thing about Pete, well, I think it did for the people who couldn't figure out the puzzle the first time or or that could didn't want to look up the solution that you would never do, figure out. Do you out. remember like what was the total amount of downloads that PT ended up getting? They did not release that information. They never did? Yeah, no, no. no. Oh, yeah. But, no, um, they probably won't. And and here's a little side note that he, he Morgan released again or said again, and I'm, I'm interested, is um, the, the psychological... The psychological um, Interactions with the radio and the narr and the narrator of the radio story. The radio was one of my favorite parts. Where where like just it the would, don't don't touch that dial now or, or just and then don't started. turn around you know like oh, things like that like yeah. it would just cut kind of cut in but it it felt so natural and it was like you're like wait was he talking to me and then you'd sometimes turn around and nothing was there sometimes well, it would like be Lisa. Well, like when uh, when when he's telling the story about yeah. about the daughter he's like he lured her out by telling her it was just a game and, I'm like holy shit this is so meta yeah. and beautiful and so so if so if 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 some people aren't aware or didn't realize that when you play PT there is a radio throughout almost the entirety time you're playing that is doing this story about a father who killed his wife Spoilers. and two kids um, no it is literally and in the radio some people haven't played it well yeah it's a, but it's not a spoiler isn't it? it's not a thing you have to unlock or anything it literally happens immediately yeah, yeah. Um, so so if you if you pay attention the guy states information that there's no way that this individual could have known because um, if I recall correctly he in the story he killed himself he's telling the story about the person who killed his family and also killed himself killed himself with details that no one could have known unless they were there like or how the, the father lured out his kids and stuff like that yeah. but everyone is dead after the fact so no one could have known so yeah because he specifically said that the daughter went and hid in the bathroom and he lured her out and specifically said in a really creepy voice but he told her it was just a game and so you know it, it, again details God. so thinking about those metas and, and a lot of that psychological horror really brought PT into the realm of that 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 shiny platinum tier that it's on for the it recent had the perfect horror. drop of meta, which yeah. led us into the unfortunate events of Silent Hill, where Del Toro and Kojima were gonna group. and Junji Ito and Junji Ito, which out. I know that I didn't See, know that, initially. Okay, that was the missing piece because well, can, if, can before before you know Junji Ito, for those who don't know, is one of the original horror um, horror manga he does artists. Horror manga. Yeah. He he was one of the original ones who kind of brought it from being an underground thing into being more popular and and making it a little bit mainstream and well, that was the, bring into the limelight. The feeling, what, what was his uh, main mangas? Uh, I can't Uzumaki. remember. Yo, Uzumaki. Uh, there was a Tomi, which Tomei. was a really good series. Um, I've read like all of them. I fucking love Junji Ito. He's one of my favorite horror manga uh, What artists. would be your t- top two recommendations then? Um, not Go, not Gyo. Gyo is isn't really Gyo, t- Isn't Gyo the one with the um, the, the shark that the spawns like... The fish on like, stilts, yeah. The yeah. fish on stilts. Fish on that, stilts. Was it's the, like a shark that grows spider legs. Well, it's awful. It's so gross. He, because be, and, and I've never even seen that. But I'm, but I'm from from what I sound and from all the discussion we've been having about the nature of survival horror and horror is that it's all about taking something that doesn't make sense and pushing it on you and making Probably, you try to process. Oh yeah, it. no. At one point, there, there he he writes a story about a lady who falls in love with this this family moves into a house and this lady comes over and she's like help me take I'll, I'll help you take care of your house as long as you let me live here the lady falls in love with the house fucks the house and then becomes part of the house well there's also wait wait, wait 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 no 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 you don't just, just skip over that did you just say fuck the house she fucks the house and then she becomes part <laughs> of the like house the all right no. you may continue so um <laughs> one of my favorite ones was Tommy because that one was so it, it blasted for quite a few parts um 
where she, this girl named Tomi, she just people fall in love with her and then they get the urge to kill her well, and she's they do. a demon yeah she's a demon and she, she's like Jujie ito jennifer's body yeah she kind just of. keeps getting killed and she keeps coming back and it's it's just it's it's surreal and terrifying um i can't remember it's this one about the uh, amiguara fault um the enigma of Armaguara fault i think it's called where it's like a mountain and there are like people shaped holes and people flock to this place and they're like this hole is made for me and they go through the hole and i'm not going to tell the end of the story but basically it's these people just get naked and going into these holes that are shaped like them that are shaped yeah, exactly like them. like them like they fit perfectly and they can't so once they're in the hole they can't get they out. can't get out because they fit too perfectly so they have to keep going okay well that's weird also uzumaki's got a lot of really really oh, yeah. compelling well, shit that you yeah. need to get uzumaki into. is there's there's one thing there's one thing in Junji Ito this this has been this has been parodied a bunch of oh, times yeah. which is amazing probably the most this is the only thing a lot of Junji Ito's stuff has been completely horrific like like most people cannot handle I can barely handle there is one bit I cannot handle which is the dude squeezing his face over another person. Oh my There's god! There's a dude with his face perched over another person, squeezing his face, and just these long ropes of pus coming it's, out of all of his pores. That was glycerin. It's, it's fucked a, up. Glycerin is a story about a family that lives like they work in a hamburger shop, but they also like live there. Mm-hmm. And the brother gets like, so, like really nasty acne. So it's Bob's Burgers horror. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It, I forgot. I blocked Kinda, that out yeah. of my mind because it's so it's gross. It's fucked up. Um, yeah, no, that the the brother gets like really, really gross acne and, and like all of this weird house. stuff happens. It's just bad. It's a, it's a gross story. Treehouse of Horror. Anywho, that is what the missing element was from the previews we saw for actual Silent Hills. Like, you know, you, you see it and it's like, oh, you're, you're walking down that hallway and all these glowing toys walking by and suddenly the giant hand and arm and the giant lady is crawling its way down yeah. the hallway towards you and, and suddenly this door pops out of nowhere that leads to an unknown hallway and you run down it because you don't know where else to go. That shit, like... A lot of that wasn't screaming Silent Hill feeling to me. It looked amazing, but I was like, uh, this is going to be very new and different if this is supposed to be Silent Hill. I had no idea at that time that Junji Ito was supposed to be involved. Because they had announced that it. That is what explains yeah. it. Because that was the Junji Ito feel to it. And, and it was much later that Guillermo del Toro was tweeting, oh, by the way, he was supposed to be working on it with us. And everyone just just uh, just rubbed salt in that wound. Shit. Yeah. Fair enough. Um and as uh, for those, I guess we should just finish out that that bit with. Uh, unfortunately, that game got canceled um, because Kojima's a dick. Ko- Konami, Konami is a dick. Sorry, Kojima, can be a dick, Kojima is a dick, is but that's bad. not his fault. Well, not probably his not. Bad. Um, but uh, but but yeah, Konami. They would but, rather um, make so a Silent Hill machine so, and mobile games. And the reason I was stating that was Fuck Silent Hills is no longer a thing. But and and necessarily Silent Hills wasn't going to be necessarily like PT, but. We liked PT and it got so big that some other people tried to create other games like PT. They were actually, it wasn't are 100% working on it. in reaction to PT. They started production on Allison this. Allison Road? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Lilith uh, is a nice, neato indie studio that it actually Where are started. They from? UK. Okay. They're from the UK. I noticed because I um, I went to kickstart them when yeah. they finally opened up the Kickstarter. They but. Started- well, we'll get there. They started production on Allison Road before several months before Silent Hills actually got canceled, which what it did was only good news but for But did them. they start it before PT got launched? I don't know that bit, actually. Yeah, see, like, I don't think, I think so. Well, because the idea was the, the original 
idea man, the creator, wanted to make a game he wanted to play. Right. And that was PT. was, hey, I want to make something like this. I assume maybe in reaction to that, um, decided to go ahead and make that. I stumbled upon a, a forum, a, a development forum that was him sharing his ideas and the production stills of Lily, mm -hmm. the main villain, before the actual game was ready to be shown and he was like hey what do you guys think of this give me critique this is the final stage of her and stuff like that it was real cool to see but um but i did get in on their kickstarter um i got the the updates for that as they came in and as soon as it it launched everyone seemed clamoring at the gates to actually get through it and shot up it. to about half funded right it away. shot up to about half funded within the first week and then stopped yeah. it like flatlined and I was real concerned. I was like, is this not going to get funded? This is real shitty because that's what happened with Grey Dawn. It didn't make even iota of what it was supposed to make, which if you want real survival horror nowadays, the indie route seems to be the way that you have to go. But um, I did get the update last Monday or a week ago now. It should be tomorrow when we're recording here. Well, still <laughs> but, which um, was? <laughs> yeah, which was uh, they're, they're, they were pulling out from Kickstarter. They were canceling the whole Kickstarter Eventually finding a different way to include their fans and contributors, but they were picked up by Team 17, who did Worms, the maybe, Worms franchise. Maybe I'll see if I can try to touch base with Lilith and see if we can get you an interview with them. That'd be really interesting. Um, well, you, you have a lot of good questions for them, I, I think. I do. Um, so, so, yeah, so Allison Ron ended up being picked up, and now they're it official. It looks amazing. And, and it looks very akin to PT uh, with more, like, like fleshed out more, because they... I think IGN printed this wrong, maybe. They said that um, in, in a very recent article they posted, actually, they were like, yeah, there's so many uh, there's so many similarities. In fact, their main villain is Lisa, just like in PT. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's Lily. It's Lily. Like Lilith, only Lily. But, mm. yeah. So does anybody else have anything survival horror-esque before we get, 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 a, get a gone? A recent game? Before we get good. Get before good. Before we get good. Get good, son. How's that uh, that fourth iteration oh, of oh, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, guys? We were talking about co-op games for you and your friends, yeah. like Damned oh, yeah. and Dead Realm. Oh, okay, yeah. So in uh, case you want to play hide and seek and scare your friends, there's oh shit. Those in two case games. you want to be a weird ghost baby, or a werewolf, or werewolf, it's just you know fun with your friends. So yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna try to get Damned, which is an asynchronous multiplayer game. Where it's not asynchronous. It's what is it? It's asymmetrical. It, there's a word that's a something. It's meaning it's the teams are not even. You're one murderer esque monster versus four survivors trying to survive in like a hospital. I, I or guess a scary by that degree, <coughs> depth would almost be. Depth is, depth is, yeah. yeah. Well, no, because I think it's multiple sharks against multiple right. divers. Right, it, it can be, but like the same anxiety, like, oh, where are they? You know? Yeah, but I think it's more like Evolve with the 1v4, you know what I mean? Where it's one yeah, big thing against... Yeah, I guess we're starting against... to break into that whole, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where it's, but where the it's same so kind of... Idea. To a degree. Yeah. yeah. Did you pick up depth? No. I, I played I played the, the free weekend. weekend. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even try it. Was it worth it, anything? Uh, yeah, fair enough. We, we, have uh, enough, we have enough Steam games exactly, to, to not be buying ones like that. Um, all right. Well, I think we should. Are we I have a question? Are we recording again before Halloween? We are. We're on the twenty, the Wednesday before, because the Thursday so we be have Book of Mormon. Still before Halloween. It should. I'll ideally put it up on the thirtieth at the latest. What? Right. What? Where you go? It'll be the 29th. The date. Well, we actually can't. We have we have uh, an uh, unchangeable event that evening. We're oh, gonna really? do one evening before the Wednesday. Is it Chris Hardwick or? Book of Mormon. Oh, Book of We're Mormon. going to see yeah, Book of Mormon today. Book of Mormon is coming damage. to damage you. Um, oh, it's yeah. actually really good, so highly recommend. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's obsessed with it, so. It was, I've seen it. It's great. You'll like mm -hmm. it. You love South Park and all that, and it's the same guys who wrote that and Avenue Q and stuff. It'll be good. It's great. Um, but uh, I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, 
Thank you for joining us, uh, those on the stream and those listening on the podcast afterwards. Um, let's go through. We'll do our closing stuff. Uh, Rigo, where can we find you? Uh, DrDemented.tumblr.com. And uh, Ryan? Uh, RMA Designs at Instagram. RMA Design on Twitter. You should fix the uh, Instagram. Yeah, you tell me that every time and I might not. And I'm going to remind lazy. you every time until you do. Miguel, where can we find you? In your worst dreams and your greatest nightmares. And He'll said, find you. Sarah? Uh, at S-C-I-R-E-W on, yeah, right? That is it, right? S-C-I-R-E-W, yeah, on yeah, Twitch Cyru and on Twitter. Twitter. And I guess Twitch, if you're into that. Exactly. Well, yeah, you stream too. <laughs> I do too. If you're into Twitching. Uh, you can find me at almost everything at S-I-R-C-A-S-T-O-R, Steam, Twitch, Instagram, Sir-caster. Twitter, whatever. And uh, to, um, before we close this out, uh, we'll get to Miguel in just a second. Um, we, uh, our intro music and outro music will be provided by AgroCrag, uh, and you can find him on our website at DualScreenVision.com, along with some other articles. We have a new uh, our Allison Road uh, write-up uh, about the change going Babby's to... first article. Yeah, about going to uh, corporate. Um, we have one about uh, some cool ARC tournaments, and we have some... Uh, I'm going to write a prison uh, architect one, and we have some other cool ones coming up, so check that out. Um, and uh, to uh, close us out, we have uh, Miguel with his uh, famous Ultimatum of the Week. All right, this is a pretty simple one. We're going to go video game versus movie versus movie and video game. So which character is going to win? Nathan Drake... Indiana Jones or Laura Croft? Which, in a three-way fight, who is going to win? Laura Croft. Laura. Laura. Indiana Jones. And I say Nathan Drake. Fair enough. Well, All right, well, well, we'll see you guys uh, next week. Don't forget Wednesday. to sound off in the comments below. <laughs> yes, yeah, feel free to subscribe. Find us on SoundCloud, uh, Twitter. We have Forget Facebook group. Like All that stuff. Twitter. You can find us if you try. You know you can. Uh, yeah, our next recording date will be uh, October 28th, really uh, 7 o'clock try. West Coast time. So, <laughs> uh, hey, thanks everybody so much uh, for joining us. Stream live everything and uh, have a great time and uh, safe Halloween. Bye.